1: This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Before I jump into this week's episode with Danny Pellegrino, I want to take a minute and say thank you to all my patrons on Patreon. You guys make it possible for me to do this podcast every week. Your support of the pod allows me to fully immerse myself in the wild, dramatic, messy world of Vanderpump Rules, and for that, I am forever grateful. Not only does your support allow me to make this podcast bigger and better, it has allowed me to create two other podcasts. One of those is Babe. And the other one is kind of a newbie, but it's very near and dear to my heart, and that is Saving Sex in the City 3. If you guys haven't heard it, I urge you to check it out. The premise is I have a different guest on each week, and we create the movie on the pod, because as you may or may not know, it was unjustly and unfairly ripped away from us in 2017, and I refuse to let go. So check it out. Give it a listen. If you're a SATC freak, you will love, I promise. It is Saving Sex in the City 3 and it's available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, wherever podcasts are podcasted. If you want to get involved and become a supporter of SEP, it's very, very easy to do. All you have to do is go to patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast, and it is there that you can find all the details you need to get involved. For as little as a $1 per episode commitment, you'll have access to weekly bonus episodes. Currently, there are over 60 bonus apps, as well as recaps of seasons one and two of Vanderpump Rules. So that is a ton of content for not a ton of money. It's a very good deal. I promise there's so much for you to explore and you won't be disappointed. If you're dying to have a piece of the podcast that you can take home with you to show your love for the pod, you can go to sexyuniquestore.com and it is there that you will find tons of Vanderpump Themed merch and podcast themed merch for sale, including the best selling Vanderpump Rules is a Show for Geniuses sticker. I highly recommend buying one, putting it on your laptop, your car, or wherever you feel is the correct placement to broadcast your own personal genius taste to the world. Buy one for a friend, they make great gifts. There are Road to Sir posters. There's even a nod to Lindsay Lohan's infamous line, I Feel Like Putin, that she uttered on her incredible show, Lindsay Lohan's Beach House. Lots of stuff to love there. www.sexyuniquestore.com And in case you forgot, I'll refresh your memory. You can support this podcast by going to patreon.com slash Sexy Unique Podcast. All right, without further ado, I give to you this week's episode of SUP. This is the Sexy Unique Podcast, an exploration of Vanderpump Rules. Ain't nobody got me feeling like I'm feeling you. And I'm your host, like I'm you. Lara Marie like Shane
0: Hall. Yeah. Everybody freeze, put your hands up. We are about to take it easy, I hope you cakes up. Lotter with the beat here, yeah, we go so in. So in. Then we go with a friend, you yeah, be both win.
1: Hi everyone. Yeah, we are back. We're back We're another episode of Sexy Unique Podcast. I'm Lara, your host, and I'm here with fellow podcaster, Lawler, genius, pump head, Danny Pellegrini. Oh, I'm so excited
2: to be here.
1: <laughs> so happy you're here we're both podcasting about lohan beach house right now yes yes. which i love like a
2: mutual obsession with that (laughs) it's so like good and terrible like it doesn't make any sense like i still all these episodes and i still don't know what their job is no other than like whoring themselves out and Mm -hmm. i love it i love
1: it you are you on the same wavelength of like this is some
2: sort of like sex work boot camp 100 okay good but i do think there's nothing wrong with sex work. Like, no. I think that's fantastic. But I do have a problem with the fact that no one seems to know that they're doing the sex work.
1: Yeah. I think Janita kind of has moments where she is putting together what's happening and yeah. looks kind of terrified. <laughs> but th- I thought that she was on the same page, but... Then I
2: realized she's on a different, she's in a different book. <laughs> I like Janita's sunglasses, like her, those little sunglasses, the tiny, like the tiny yeah. lenses. Oh, I live for it. And Kayla, I feel like figured it out right away when she got there.
1: Oh yeah. She's like a reality veteran. Mm-hmm. Like she has that kind
2: of stossy blood
1: where she's mm-hmm. there to
2: like play a role, mix things up. Yeah. She knows what she's doing. She like got right in the mix and I'm excited for where that's going, but she, she seems like the only one that's willing to go up against Lohan, yeah, but all the the Lohan stuff it makes no sense. Like the Putin references, the Russia obsession, the champagne gun. I mean, there's so many. Remember when she was had the electricity thing? Oh, on body? Like, which wait, you revealed <laughs> that you have that machine? I Do oh my god, did I text you? I texted you. About <laughs> we
1: it. were texting about <laughs> it, and you're like, I have this, and I immediately got jealous and needed to know
2: more. I do. When I started my podcast, I was like editing a lot, and like I got really bad <laughs> carpal tunnel. I was also like I was writing and editing. like I was using the computer way too much. And my arms were like sore all the time. (laughs) (laughs) And I literally, I went to the doctor and the doctor was like, oh, you have carpal tunnel on both arms. And so I had to like wear these things when I would, I'm fine now. I've learned to get it under control. (laughs) I had to wear these like full like things on my arms. And then I had to get the ergonomic everything for my desk. And then it still was like not help. It was still, I was having very sore arms <laughs> and the doctor said to get those little, I forget even what they're called. It, it like sends little electric shocks. It's like an electric, it's massager. like an
1: electric, but it like buzzes or electric currents, your muscles, yeah. like
2: as opposed to like just vibrating on them. Exactly. And you can place them anywhere and they're great. I still use it. Like when I'm sore, if I work out, like if my legs are sore or something like that, I find it is good for like really targeted. Mm-hmm. Like if you have soreness. She just wears it on her entire torso. Yeah. Also, I should say, I have like the cheaper version that was like from Amazon that you, you know, it's hers looked like it could go all over her body. Like, didn't she have a bunch of them on?
1: She had like a whole, a full vest mm-hmm. on. And I don't know what was happening like below the waist, but I like to imagine <laughs> that it was like a, it was like a wetsuit of just <laughs> like electric currents coursing through her body mm-hmm. and normal people would feel. <laughs> kind of scared but Lindsay feels peaceful enough to put her AirPods in and just like zone the fuck out yeah she feels best when she's being shook <laughs> <laughs>
2: She really does. It takes yeah. so
1: much energy making everyone else around her and in the world shook by her actions <laughs> that she needs to then get,
2: like, <laughs> yeah. physically shook. She also said, she's like, I feel like Tomb Raider. Yeah. She's like, she just, uh, she's so compelling to watch.
1: She exists, I think, in a different dimension than everyone else.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: 100%. Yet still manages to, like, be seen in our dimension. Our- <laughs>
2: It's so bizarre. <laughs> it's very bizarre. Are you watching Dina on Celebrity Big Brother?
1: No, I have never gotten on the celeb Big Brother train. Do I need to be? You know,
2: I really, I don't watch the other Big Brother. I've seen, I've watched seasons of the other one, but I don't like follow it religiously, but I love Celebrity Big Brother. And I get to the point where I'm literally at night, like watching the live feeds on the CBS app. <laughs> like, it's like that bad. You get really down. But I get really into it. And there's something like very voyeuristic about it. And Dina is so likable on it. And it's just not what I expected Dina to be. I know she was always like that fun mom, mm-hmm. but I'm just seeing this whole different side of Dina, and she's so like cute and lovable, and she seems so sweet. Wow! And I always just pictured her more like hard edged, cigarette smoking, yeah, you know, like uh, that kind of tough a stage tough broad, mom. you know, mm-hmm. and she just seems like a sweet, kind. She even seems like younger to me than Lindsay, which <laughs> Lindsay, <laughs> you know, Lindsay's been aged. Yeah, she's but, been through it. But Dina just seems, I don't know, something about her seems so lovable, which I wasn't expecting. That's wild. Yeah. That's a twist I wasn't expecting. Yeah, she's also being catfished. You know that.
1: She's being catfished. Yeah. She said that she's going to get, she's engaged to a man that she's never seen
2: five years they've been together, five years, but she's never seen each other. And he lives in San Francisco. It doesn't like he lives in another country. Dina. Dina, it's, I know it's so sad. And everyone, like Tamar Braxton, was like, Dina, you fucking getting catfished. <laughs> and Dina's like, no, he's sweet. She's never even seen a picture of him? She says she's seen pictures of him, but they've never FaceTimed because he doesn't use an iPhone. And they were like, everyone uses an iPhone. Like, my five-year-old, my 90-year-old mother, you know, everyone was like, yeah. every single person uses an iPhone. She's like, well, he doesn't have an Apple phone or whatever. Or you could Skype. <laughs> Yeah, she just she's like, no, she said he can't or something. But she's convinced that, you know, he's not catfishing her. Wow. Yeah. I need like a separate show. Dina needs her own spinoff. I agree. Well, that's what's fun about the live feeds, because you can pick which camera you look at, which is such a sick and twisted thing. So like, I will literally only watch I watch Candy's live feeds or um, Dina's. I like you can choose which room in the house you want to follow. Oh my God. And so I'll, wherever like those two are, I'll try to follow that one. And they literally will have conversations about nothing. Yeah. And like last season I did it and I was just watching like the Hairspray Girl, <laughs> whatever her name was. Like I was watching was her. Was it Nikki
1: and... Blonsky? No, I wish. Oh, she should do a celeb <laughs> Big Brother. God, your mouth to God. Why has she ears. been done? Why hasn't she done that?
2: I don't know why. I've thought why about this Nikki a Blonsky, lot. Why is Nikki
1: Blonsky like it living the life she's living right now?
2: Can we talk about that really quick? Let's like really dig into this. like Because...
1: She lives like in a basement in New York. She has a pug dark. that seems like
2: it's on the verge of death. Mm-hmm. God bless its little soul. Doing the cameos. Doing She's the cameos. She's making hundreds of millions of dollars doing cameos at this point. I
1: think that is her primary source of income is through cameo, which she really, she gives great cameos. She's oh, a yes. total professional. Mm-hmm. I've gotten a couple from her. Mm-hmm. I love both of them. But like,
2: what's going well, and on? And why hasn't she done Dipped her toe into reality TV. Like, let's get her on Lohan Beach House as a VIP, whatever. Please. <laughs> Ambassador. She should just start her
1: own beach house or like vacation. <laughs> Nikki Blonsky's go, beach like, house. Like Nikki Blonsky's like Mississippi hoedown or something. And like, like anyone die for that. I would want to be one of the ambassadors for Nikki Blonsky's brand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think like every celebrity, like that is their careers kind of flamed out, should just start a resort
2: and mm-hmm. have like a
1: beach house.
2: Show and it doesn't even have to be a resort. Like Lindsay doesn't seem to. It doesn't seem to be a resort. It's like a pop. Like a shop highway. A, yeah, a kiosk. It's, it's like <laughs> Nikki Blonsky's Mississippi kiosk. Like yeah. I'd watch that show.
1: Nikki Blonsky's parking lot. Like Home Depot parking lot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there's just like in the background of every scene there's someone collecting the carts at home depot
1: yeah there's like lumber kind of going back and forth nikki blonsky's lumber yard like it oh could be fuck me anything. i would watch that
2: so hard yeah
1: and like but what is it ha- does she have like an opioid addiction something's
2: like, going i mean i don't know what i don't she who are we to speculate but it's something's going but yeah. let's speculate something's going up because like she'll she DMs she just she DMs me sometime. <laughs> get out she just did like i know i dm'd her once
1: to see if she wanted to be on the podcast and i was like because i she watches vanderpump rules like she has a lot of opinions about them and did so i she was like no i was like you're my queen like i've gotten cameos from you like i love you like would you ever want to be on this podcast and then
2: i don't think she ever wrote back well, maybe you, i need to check what if you she know did that she did my show she did. Wait. Oh my God. I, I didn't know this. Oh my God. I have to tell this story really quick. I'm sorry. We'll no, it's fine. This Anna is proposals. important. Okay, okay, we need
1: okay. to d- discuss. So
2: she was scheduled to come. I DM'd her like this was right when I started my podcast. Yeah. And I DM'd her. I was like, will you please do my show? And then she agreed to it. We set up a time directly with each other on DM. And then I went. It was a phone interview. It wasn't even in person. It was like yeah. a phone thing. I called her at the time we scheduled and she goes, hello. And I was like, hey, it's Danny. Like we scheduled this time to. You know, and I had confirmed it and everything. Yeah, and she all of a sudden like changed her voice. She's like, "Oh, uh -uh, I'm sick." Oh
1: no, Nikki!
2: (laughs) So then I was like, "Oh, okay." Like I and it was clearly like a -uh, I'm sick. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." Like let's we can schedule another time. Like let's do let's reschedule. Like it's fine. Yeah. And then uh, she she was like, "Okay, let me look my calendar." She's like, "How about Thursday?" And I was like, "Oh, that's great." You know, or whatever. She's like, "Oh, wait, I can't." And I was like, okay, well, it's just a couple questions. Like, I wasn't even going to talk to her for long. It was like a short little, like, add on to the end of the episode. Anyway, then she's like, okay, well, I guess I can do it. And then, like, at that moment. At that moment. Uh So (laughs) then we did it. And by the end of the conversation, her voice was like, like she was happy again. And I think she was, which I get, and I, I, I do actually like sympathize. I feel like she thought I was like, gonna like get her or something like that. Mm -hmm. Or maybe, I don't know what it was, but something she like was, she had anxiety. Even though she agreed about it, yeah, 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 it was almost like an anxiety thing, and and I get, I have anxiety too. I get that, but it was very weird, <laughs> it was very bizarre. And I, but I loved her, and she was, she ended up being phenomenal, and she gave such great answers. We talked about Drag Race, and she was,
1: she's like, great. Yeah. Like you cannot watch Hairspray and not fall in love with her. So likable. She's
2: like so likable, so fucking talented. Also watched every episode of that ABC Family show she had. Where she Love, you're big. a diehard, I uh, follow her <laughs> to the end of the earth.
1: <laughs> I'm like, what is? That? But like, she sometimes is sad and screaming at her mom. I'm just like. We need to save Nikki. Like, yeah. we need to start a GoFundMe to, like, get Nikki back in action. And, like,
2: let's get her in a movie or something. Like, she is good. And they're doing musicals now. Like, let's get her in the new Wicked movie. Like, yeah. Let's put, Give put her, her a alphabet. chance. Yeah. She, we need to save we Nikki. Need, she's got a great voice. She has uh, so much charisma on screen. She can dance. She could dance. She could do it all. <laughs> she is a fucking triple threat. She's a triple threat. And we need her back on screen. Like, and that's the kind of, like, presence we do need on camera. Like, just a happy, nice, like, dirty. These dark times, it's like I want to just see someone be like fun and dance and bubbly and fun. and know, be just, great at what they do. I just saw that, isn't it romantic? You know, that Rebel Wilson movie. Oh, yeah, Nikki would have been great in that role, yeah, sing it because Rebel sings and dances in it. It's like I need Nikki, Nikki to have a been, starring role again, she would have been amazing, yeah so did she audition i don't know
1: i don't know is she getting the casting calls like does her mom give her the mail like what happens like we need to to get to the bottom of exactly what
2: happens when like a casting call goes out and one of the casting directors are like let's put nikki on the list and yeah where does that go yeah
1: someone look into it because something ain't right something ain't right you're right save nikki Nikki. (laughs) we're doing it (laughs) 2020, Nikki's comeback. 2020 is
2: the year of Nikki. Yeah. I feel like she's just, I mean, she's one project away from like a a comeback, a huge comeback.
1: If Lindsay Lohan can make a comeback on this MTV show, Mm -hmm. Nikki Blonsky can certainly make a comeback.
2: Yeah,
1: 100%. Okay, I'm glad we're on the same page about that. Um, Let's get into this episode. I have a lot of notes. Right. This was the first
2: kind of good episode in a while. I know. I was so thrilled that I was coming here for this episode because it was the return of Crazy Kristen, which I love. And I just enjoyed it had, I think, like what everything that we love out of a Vanderpump Rules episode, like it had drama, it had laughs, it had ridiculousness. It had singing. It was like everything.
1: Yeah. It gave us all like that little hit that we needed because mm-hmm. last week's was definitely a dip into, I was just like, what am I even watching now? What was
2: last week? I don't even remember what happened Exactly. Last week. What it was, was like last?
1: the t- Daily Mail party oh, right, at TomTom, right, right, right. Tom,
2: right. where I was just like, what is this show? Yeah. The Daily Mail thing was confusing to me, and I still find it troublesome because it was not their grand opening. So to make it such a storyline on the show was weird to me because it was just like, it was like a soft opening but you know i i also feel that this whole season there's a lot of threads that they're not showing us like they'll show us in a flashback form yeah like the um the Kristen and carter stuff this episode it was like why have we not seen any of that footage yeah like uh, there was just randomly footage of them a uh, flashback footage of them arguing their house and like why haven't we seen this yet mm-hmm. or uh, uh we saw a couple weeks ago billy lee like they met her after her tra- one of her surgeries yeah and it was like why aren't we watching that like that's like
1: also billy lee has been like erased from this season since Mm -hmm. she like started drama with people and i'm like that feels really weird because her whole fight The whole fight was about being left out. Mm -hmm. And then now she's literally edited out or cut out. I'm like, what is happening?
2: It's confusing. And we literally got like a 20 minute scene of Sheena on that bachelor date, which don't get me wrong. Like, I thought it was so fucking funny.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was essential viewing, (laughs) but also not essential. But it just feels to me that that could have been
2: like halved. And then we could have seen like what goes on through someone's mind when they're having a transitional surgery. Yeah. (laughs) When they're
1: getting their ass done. And I know
2: people hate Billy, people hate on Billy Lee and I get that. But like, I think that's an interesting storyline. And just in the same way they're showing James this season, like with his mom and his family to give them more dimension. Mm -hmm. I feel like Billy Lee, they could do that, but they're not. And maybe it's because people hate her, but I don't know.
1: But I think that that's kind of like par for the course of entering a reality show. And especially one that's as like volatile as Vanderpump rules is like, you're going to have tons of haters. Uh, It's like polarizing. Like, I feel like if you're on Vanderpump, you either want to be hated to death or loved and Mm -hmm. revered. And you don't want to just fall in the middle and be, like, inconsequential to the viewer. So I feel like if Billy Lee is provoking those thoughts in people, that's something to run with Mm. and, like, lean into Mm. and, like get into and i
2: I hate myself because i literally just got goosebumps i was like oh my god yes i'm like bravo i'm I'm
1: available for consulting anytime you need (laughs) hire me
2: please no joke like the hair is on my arm or sitting i'm like yes like i'm in a church or something like
1: (laughs) i just need more because i feel like we're not getting we're not getting our due as like as far as what we used to be getting in the past Mm -hmm. like they used to give us a lot more to like
2: work with as a viewer yeah and like uh, some of the things that we're getting like the jackson britney wedding venue stuff it's like i don't need so much of that like show me show me some of the crazy let's let's see Billy Lee and judge and see if we hate her. Or not. Yeah. You know, let's see more or, or any of the More Raquel. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not more Raquel. La- yeah,
1: Raquel just like wandering around. Like
2: I would watch her wander at the mall.
1: Yeah, she steps outside like one step outside that apartment she lives in and gets immediately lost.
2: I'd watch that. And I'd watch a day of her just like trying, like walking the block. Like, like, like producers, all they have to do is like not tell her where the production is happening. <laughs> like they give her like a random clues and she just has to fi- find the cameras
1: the, the amazing race with Raquel oh. where she just like can't even exit <laughs> she, like and no partner like she <laughs> yeah. doesn't get a
2: partner <laughs> like everyone else in amazing race has a partner
1: everyone else in amazing race is like halfway to europe and raquel is still like kind of standing in front of the apartment like looking around like kind of looking at a plant like seeing a dog walk by
2: look at her phone and there's just one camera crew on raquel at all times yeah yeah tr- her trying to get to you know europe or something i like her i like raquel too like i I find her fascinating. But see, in all reality TV, like I tend to do, I like the people that seem, are most polarizing, like you said. You like I, an underdog? Yeah, I like an underdog and I like, cause I feel like they bring something at least. Like, like you mentioned, I don't want someone who's just sort of in the middle, not yeah. giving me anything. And, so I like someone at least that gives me something, even if it's something I'm hating, at least I'm hating and feeling something instead of just like sitting there watching. Yeah. Bored. Yeah.
1: And it's been a lot of like just sitting and watching, like waiting for something or someone to
2: A hundred percent. Like that whole scene, I'm not sure we'll talk about it, with the wedding or the engagement venue. I was just like so bored during it. And I'm yeah. like, I don't care about any of this.
1: And it's also like, why are Katie and Stasi there? It's, it's just, kind of weird to me that Stasi I know that she's friends with Brittany and whatever, but I'm like, given the context of her relationship with Jax, like, I don't think I would want my fiancé's ex to, mm-hmm. like, accompany me to wedding venues.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah.
1: They just do things differently. I mean, they, they go land. to the beat of
2: their own drum or whatever the <laughs> fuck they
1: Lisa is hungover when she arrives at Sir. And I have my biggest question with Lisa right now is like, how does she not sweat through all those satin pussy bow tops mm. that she wears? Now,
2: I've never worn satin. Is it really warm?
1: I think that it's just like, not necessarily warm, but if you sweat at all, it will show, show. a sweat okay. mark.
2: Like, I would just, like, soak through one immediately. Well, I wouldn't be surprised. Now, this is going to be a bold statement, but I wouldn't be surprised if she got Botox under her armpits. Yeah. yeah. People do that. Yeah. I've thought about it before. I've never done it, but...
1: I love to, like, branch out into, like, an underarm Botox journey.
2: Yeah, I would 100% do Botox for sweat. Like, I'm an, I'm an excessive sweater. <laughs> I've always been, my whole life. Yeah. And I always think, like, I would do it. But then the, I had read that if you do it some places, then you start sweating other places. Yeah, like, where yeah. it has to go so somewhere. So where is Lisa's sweat going?
1: Yeah, where is she sweating from? I don't know. Her feet? Her feet like are probably left. so wet.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> 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 They're slipping and sliding around in those pumps. She takes mm-hmm. it off. She can, like, pour it out. <laughs> A lot of water
2: in those <laughs> pumps. <laughs> those Maloof hooves.
1: <laughs> those hooves. She says that she had two cocktails, but then it shows her having like five cocktails. And she was shit-faced at that Daily she Mail was. party.
2: And that was fun. I love drunk Lisa. Like, I yeah. wish she would lose control a little bit more because I feel like, like she's so likable and fun. When she's like that,
1: anyone drunk is like, I love watching Mm -hmm. on TV. She was smiling at nothing. She's sitting on a couch, like just smiling
2: into the distance. Yeah, and she had such a camaraderie with the Toms when she was drunk. It was like so cute to see and watch. I loved it.
1: I love how many times Tom Sandoval has told Lisa how cute she is this season. (laughs) Her like cutie. All he does is be like, Lisa, you're so cute. <laughs> That's a good Tom.
2: <laughs> Thank you. That's a really good Tom. Um, I've really come around to loathing Tom Schwartz. Yeah, I've never been a huge Tom. I've never really. I I get his appeal because he's like sort of just. I don't know what's like f- uh, not fluffy. fluffy. He's a is floppy, that a floppy? Like, yeah. But I I've just never got it. I don't know.
1: Yeah, like now I'm starting to have like visceral reactions. What is it about him that's? It's just like him talking about, I think I just resent him for having even like a role in this tom-tom restaurant industry. Right.
2: Like I'm like, don't you feel like, you earn this? Sandoval, I I feel like at least he's a hard worker-ish or like. Sandoval has.
1: put 10 years of blood sweat and mixology
2: into (laughs) (laughs) blood sweat and mixology would be a great name for a bravo show yeah
1: (laughs) like i need sandoval's spinoff yes that
2: blood sweat and mixology please make it happen
1: he's done this for so long like clearly wants it so bad it kind of understands like what it is like the responsibilities blah Mm -hmm. blah blah i think they go out of their way to make him look like an idiot right and he helps a lot with that but like he deserves Tom Tom.
2: I agree. I feel like he has always worked there and we've seen Schwartz like try to work at certain places and then it doesn't ever work out. And yeah, I think, I think Sandoval actually like plays along with the like dumb shtick a little bit. Yeah. And
1: He's an actor.
2: He's a <laughs> but, <laughs> performer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But uh, Schwartz, I agree. There's something about him like getting a piece of this restaurant. But again, I don't know what piece of this restaurant they're getting. Like I need the paperwork. I need those term sheets because I don't know that there's they're getting anything. Yet. Yeah. It's I, I really truly believe confusing. there's like, some sort of thing. I don't think that they're getting anything that's my I don't do you think because Lisa ha,
1: at one point said in the last reunion she was like I have not even cashed their checks
2: right I don't think then I, she hadn't yeah. given them a term sheet and then she gave a term sheet but we never saw it we never saw them looking at it we saw the uh, envelope that she handed it could they could have opened it up later and it could have been glitter yeah and they could have been pissed about it we never saw anything about it again. Yeah, Lisa is pulling a fast one over that. I 100% Lisa and whoever else is her partners in this are pulling a fast one. And I think, mark my words, I feel like something will happen maybe at the reunion or next season about it. Like, I feel like right now the Toms are like, well, whatever, you know, it it'll the contracts will be worked out, like, you know, the money will come, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But I think eventually they're going to maybe realize or... I would love like a legal fucking battle uh-huh. over Tom Tom. Wouldn't that be great at like the reunion if they're like, you <sighs> fucked us over.
1: I mean, cause Lisa is essentially going to be off of housewives of Beverly Hills, right? Like right. this is her final, like she's getting
2: crucified this season. Well, I think there is, she could probably come back. Like I, I think probably next season she won't be on for sure. I would yeah. guess. But then I think she could come back and, and mm-hmm. people, her fans love her and rightfully like people love her. And yeah, but I, I don't know. I'm. I have said I think her upcoming season of Beverly Hills is going to affect Vanderpump Rules, and a lot of people disagreed with me. But I think that the cast of Vanderpump Rules, I think if they were to see the tides turning on Lisa on Beverly Hills, it may give them a little more uh, kind of push. Like imagine Kristen. Kristen obviously hates Vanderpump. Yeah. Right. Like it's clear they're they talk about it openly on the show. But yeah. I feel like if Kristen had, like, a little more public support, mm-hmm. you know, in the what atmosphere. <laughs> they could you have know know more saying?
1: leverage, yeah, to, like... Because I just... I don't... I think Lisa is an essential part of Vanderpump Rules. Mm-hmm. Like, she provides good foil every once in a while for the other characters.
2: And she's so good in that boss role, like the...
1: But, like, I also don't necessarily want her i don't want to see more of her in vanderpump rules like yeah. i've always liked my vanderpump rules to be sp- specifically about like the servers and their 100%. shenanigans
2: and i so, don't need any more of ken like get ken off my screen yeah like, I, I really i love like, watching lisa a little bit on vanderpump rules but i don't need ken
1: like i like watching lisa be like how is everything do you mm-hmm. like the steak and then that's it mm-hmm. and then like but i feel like they're trying to continue this trend of like p- these people working at sir for a paycheck and i'm like the audience is not stupid like no. stop doing this to us
2: that scene where like lala and they were asking for the days off like it just pissed me off because yeah. i was like okay come on lala is filming a movie like there's no reason she has to ask you for two days off it wasn't even none of these More, people need days. to ask you yeah two days yeah my ideal situation for vanna pump would be for her to do that vegas spinoff show because you know she's opening the vegas yeah and i would love a vegas set show about people would you know die for that and sheena's always in vegas like i would love sheena to front that show mm-hmm. <laughs> or be over there and <laughs> sheena
1: belongs in Vegas. she belongs in vegas that's like, where put she her, can shine and
2: you know that kayla from Lindsay Lohan beach house Is She from vegas she's friends with Sheena and she lives <gasps> in Vegas. So like, let's get those two. Let's have because some over. Like, doesn't it feel content? like Kayla's a little Sheena ask.
1: Oh, I said, she's like right. trailer trash Sheena. <laughs>
2: so like, let's get those two to open up that Vegas show. And then Vanderpump could split her time between the Vanderpump Rules and the Vegas show. Yeah, she doesn't need to do Housewives. I don't think Lisa should be on Housewives, especially like because the whole cast is against her right yeah. now. Yeah, she's just going to look bad, and she doesn't seem like her heart's been in it the past couple seasons. Anyway. She doesn't need it. She doesn't need it. So it's like ha- you know, produce the other one and just spend the same amount of time that you do now on Vanderpump Rules. Do that for the Vegas show too. Yeah, that would be like mentor
1: perfect. the newbies that are like hungry and kind of trashy and will do anything to like be on a show. Mm -hmm. and then follow these people like as they just like
2: live their lives do you think vanderpump rules like let's say lisa was out of the picture let's just i'm not saying she is but Mm -hmm. let's say she's out of the picture do you think this show vanderpump rules or this cast could be fine without her
1: i think so because at this point they don't Need to work at Sir. Like, Sir Mm -hmm. doesn't anchor them as a cast. Like, they're all naturally friends or enemies, just depending on like where they're at in their lives. Mm -hmm. So, like, and now the alliances are like Lala and Britney and Jax and like Randall are really tight. I feel like Sandoval and Ariana are tight with everyone. Like, the unit is strong. Mm -hmm. So, I'd rather just like explore that without having to have them like filming it sir and pretending to
2: be waiters and waitresses and bartenders right and just like let's call a spade a spade yeah i know i'm not interested in pretending and then it's also weird because it's like kristen and saucy don't have to pretend anymore like we've moved on
1: yeah and i think that they don't really like each other i feel like kristen
2: like kristen and stassi yeah oh yeah, yeah like i
1: feel like she hates stassi stassi kind of hates her
2: but I was they, just like reading something this morning about them. Did one of them say something about the other one? I don't know if that happened. I feel like, like they're always after last something. night's episode, I feel like somebody said something. Maybe I'm making that up. I feel like I literally make some things up in my head sometimes about yeah, these Yeah, you people. just like dream it <laughs> like, into yeah, being. Yeah, it's like it happened.
1: Yeah, but I would like to see just because that's what's always been interesting is their interpersonal relationships. Like I've never, like Sir was a funny backdrop, but mm-hmm. when it doesn't serve the narrative anymore, pen, no pen intended, <laughs> but like get lose it
2: you know what's interesting to me i feel like we're at this weird crossroads with the show where it's like they're not able to bring new people in like it's just not working no and the cast also has a lot of say about like
1: who they will film with and who they won't which i think is why we don't see billy is because Mm -hmm. they're just like we're not inviting her to this like and if you don't get invited you don't get screen time you don't get paid so they have like financial control in a way that they've never had in the show. I
2: think either next season they're going to, the producers of the show are going to have to be like, look, we're bringing new people and we're going to focus on them and put you guys in the backdrop. And this is going to be the new iteration of the show. Or we all are going to have to move on and say, okay, we're watching this group of people and they're not actually working so much at sir. Yeah. You know, like we need to figure out one way or another. Cause I feel like this season like you mentioned, it's like, they're towing the line of like, they're still working there, and they gotta ask for time off and stuff. Like, Jax
1: makes a comment at the engagement planning thing. He's like, I'll never be able to stop working at it, Sir. It's like, shut, shut the fuck up. up. Yeah,
2: so it's like, let's just move on from that whole narrative, because it feels fake as fuck. And yeah. Even though some of you might work there sometimes, like, we don't need to know about it on camera. Like, we could see you guys, the ones that actually do, occasionally working there. Yeah. Or a pride event, or when they have a special event. Great, let's see them work there. But <laughs> To pretend that I have to, Lala's gonna ask for fucking two days off to go to a cast trip, which is on the production schedule. Lisa's a producer on. Yeah. She like, has to. Like, Lisa's not gonna be like, schedule. no. No, and exactly. Then, like, <laughs> like, and then I, I, it was pissed me off so much when Lisa was like, well, make sure you're back for Friday night, cause that's a busy night. It's like, fuck that. Like, you're, this is all such bullshit and you're not enough, good enough actors, all yeah. of you. Yeah. I think also that
1: they Some of them are. <laughs> I think, yeah, some are and some aren't. I feel like. S- they need sir's business is probably not as good as it once was. So that's why they're having these like kind of like Galentine's day events or throwing parties there to like entice people to come because that's how they make money. And I feel like anytime you see sir and it's like crowded and the cast is filming there, it's likely that production has put out a call for people to like eat in the restaurant so that it looks full. Mm-hmm. So I feel like tying them to sir is Lisa's way of keeping that restaurant afloat and keeping it from losing money
2: but I also think it's inappropriate because I do feel like the cast always has to go there or like be at those places Mm -hmm. and I'm well I don't know that it's maybe they're getting paid a lot of money to make those appearances but I feel like they have to show up there like their characters in Disneyland but then are they getting paid for that like when I'm not talking about when they're actually like serving but when they're just hanging out those places like are they getting paid
1: i don't know and i think that that's another weird power struggle that's at play because like they can get a paycheck from like bravo producers but doesn't lisa have the final say of like who's on and off the show So can't she be like, yeah, you'll work for me. We'll call this restaurant Tom Tom, and if you don't like it, then you don't need to be on Vanderpump Rules anymore, and I can call it whatever I want. Like, I feel like that's always looming over mm -hmm. everyone's head, so it can justify why they wouldn't get paid an appearance fee for like Mm -hmm. making like throwing a party. Because when these
2: people go to a club outside of that, like any celebrity, if they run a night at a club, like they get paid money. Yeah, I mean, back in the day, do you remember like? Paris Hilton or Kim Kardashian would make 10 grand for yeah. showing up at a club. But it's like these people are expected to show up there. And I don't think they're making an appearance fee. I don't no. know that for sure. But I don't, I don't know,
1: know if they get a cut of like the bar, but even like split
2: between six people. Eventually that's all going to bubble to the surface though. Like I feel like that's, I do feel like that's bubbling under. I hope that that's the next. <laughs>
1: yeah. I really hope that that's like the next phase of drama because this phase of drama, like, is not working for me.
2: Yeah. I, and I don't, don't think it's working for a lot of viewers. No. And I think it's, this is the first season where it feels more manufactured to me. And some of it, I really think it's funny. Like the editors and stuff are like that bachelor scene with Gina or mm-hmm. when they did that stupid sitcom thing. I love that. Yeah. Like the editing and stuff, but, I need that mixed with a little bit more grounded reality because that's what I thought Vanderpump always did best was grounded stuff. Yeah. And there's just weird choices. Like we we saw, was it this week? We saw Ariana and Kristen together and we know that they're good friends, but we've never seen the evolution of their friendship. It's like... Or like how they made it work. How they made it work. And so it's like, why aren't they showing us that? Why are they showing us Jackson and at this venue? You and know,
1: not having like Ariana and Kristen go shopping together and then cutting to them each, like giving talk, like testimonials of like when their friendship began and like, right. how I want to know, happened.
2: like when did that happen? Because they hated each other and now they're seemingly friends. We even are seeing them in scenes together, look like friends and, and kiss and say, Hey girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. So what the fuck happened? Like, why have we never seen what happened there? It's really, it's not adding up. And who made that choice? <laughs> I don't know. Wow. I'm fired up. <laughs> I'm really fired up. <laughs>
1: Lala has invited Kristen to soul bang. Speaking of Kristen and Ariana being friends, they all sit down for this brunch. And then Lala says like, let's go to Solvang. And then Kristen is like, where, what is that? And I think that when Lala tells her where it is, Kristen thinks that they're going to like Europe at first. Like (laughs) I
2: didn't even notice.
1: Cause Chris, cause like Lala's like, it's like, it's, she says something to the effect of, like, it's like a Danish town. Like, it's like a den, it's Denmark. And I feel like Kristen, Kristen thought, it was Denmark. thought it was Denmark and was going to have another shot at, like, Copenhagen. <laughs> like,
2: and then slowly realized that it was it California. Well, to be honest, I think I would have been the same way. Like, I didn't know. Did you know? I didn't know Solvang.
1: I've been to Solvang once, like, had a very wild time there. Like, mm. went for a friend's birthday party that devolved
2: into just, like debauchery sure i mean i'm dying to go there now it looks wonderful yeah and when she mentioned sideways that was when i was like oh okay but, but sideways was it in, in solving yeah yeah but it gave me like a sense of what the town was gonna be like mm-hmm. and yeah i wouldn't have known when she said that
1: yeah i don't think anyone really <laughs> you know
2: that somebody dm me this the private jet took 20 minutes to get to solving right yeah but there's no solving airport apparently So they flew in to an airport that's 50 minutes outside of Solvang. So they took a 20-minute flight. To Santa Barbara? This is allegedly, I don't know that this is true. This is what, yeah, I think it's Santa Barbara is the airport. Because that would be like
1: the nearest big city. And then
2: 50-minute drive. This is what somebody told me. So literally it ended up being like over an hour to do this whole flight thing.
1: Because if you go to Solvang with, I Google mapped this last night. Oh my God, okay. If you drive
2: there with no traffic, it's two hours and 15 minutes. So it's like not much of a difference. And they literally, they took a private jet. (laughs) <laughs> which I have a problem because of the environment. Like I think it's so unenvironmentally friendly to take a private jet that short of a... It's insane. ...a uh, distance.
1: Also, I have a theory that that's like Randall a tax evasion, like some sketchy
2: write-off for Randall's taxes Wait, to pay for a private jet. I'm curious about the financial aspect of it all. And I also heard that Randall... I heard that he was, like, the um, real-life turtle from Entourage, Mm -hmm. but then I looked it up, and I couldn't find any definitive answer. Like, he said it in an interview once, but then there's all these articles about somebody else being the real-life turtle, and he had been Mark Wahlberg's assistant, but... There was like some other person that was the real life turtle. Can you
1: so imagine like answer? fighting for the title <laughs> of the, the real, real, life real life turtle? turtle. Like, like someone else is clearly
2: that, but you're claiming that as your oh role. Like you have problems. Yeah because I think he did say it in like some he said it he said it right
1: Ryan Bailey was on the podcast and I think Randall had come and uh, done a lecture at the acting school that he teaches at yeah and Mm -hmm. then he was like that's where he was like I'm turtle
2: yeah I was like on Google researching this last night like up till the wee hours of the morning trying to figure it out (laughs) and I could not find any clear answer it was like I saw that he said it in that acting thing but then when the Entourage movie came out the iconic film yeah (laughs) He's, the best film of our generation of our, our generation's raging bull <laughs> I saw, you know Ira Madison him and I saw that movie on like opening weekend <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> we were like big entourage fans which is embarrassing but...
1: oh i was hugely into <laughs> i like could not give up the ghost of entourage even though i hated myself for know, watching it yeah it was a whole thing it was, it was yeah. a whole separate
2: podcast <laughs> <I> know, but <laughs> we should break down the entourage movie one day because it's a while yeah
1: we actually
2: should i was like should we start an
1: entourage podcast
2: <laughs> Let's like, do, do you know who i'm in wait uh, I, you know i'm interviewing beverly d'angelo like i just Ugh, <laughs> I a, and i'm like trying to like think of all my questions and, like i want to spend at least 20 minutes on her, her on her <laughs> iconic role in entourage her recurring appearance <laughs> in entourage but what was <laughs> oh so i'm like up late trying to figure this all out and i like could not figure it out because when the entourage movie came out it was like there was someone else who was being credited as the real life turtle so i was like well it's not randall then yeah like what's well, so the what's the truth
1: I don't know if, Oprah. I feel like everything. Like all the financial aspects and the history is kind of like muddled and purposefully so, so that you
2: can't get to the bottom of like what's real. Okay, but like if I've learned anything from watching reality TV all these years, is that it will—you can't just hide that forever. Like, eventually, it's going to come to the surface. Like he's on—he's not on screen now, but he's—we all know that Lala's with Randall, and we know and they're very about public Randall. about their very relationship. Public, and people now. are going to find out more. People yeah. are going to do research the way that I did last night, trying to figure out if he was the real life turtle. Like, people are going to go above and beyond financers
1: i mean i wonder how much that private jet cost it was probably like five grand or something i have
2: no idea yeah i have, I have no would idea that'd be more than that for like 20 minutes though and like you pay for fuel fuel and the they it seemed like they had more than they had at least one um, attendant
1: yeah an attendant two pilots
2: they were drinking expensive champagne on the thing yeah I don't know. But then
1: also I think it gets written off as like a business expense or like, did he pay for it or did his
2: corporation pay for it? Like, these are all mm -hmm, like mm -hmm, questions
1: mm -hmm. as an emerging businesswoman that Mm -hmm. I'm concerned about. Yeah.
2: Do you know what stuff he's produced? Like, I don't, I don't know. It's confusing to me.
1: He's done like, he does like male driven action movies. Things like
2: Entourage.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Things like uh, in an Entourage way. But I'm excited to see this new project with directed by michael polish featuring lala in like period 1940s and dress.
2: co-starring al fucking pacino yeah like, what <laughs> that's the a real fuck? twist like, what the fuck lala for the oscars 2020 <laughs> give them 2020. lala, like, give what, them lala. Like, what is going on <laughs> Ugh, those still frames were just so amazing
1: yeah and then i was watching her story and she's like about it was actually really inspiring like i think i was having like a mild depression moment and then watching lala's story like on this day really shifted perspective for me and she she was like had in her trailer with her rollers in her hair and she was like i'm about to do my big monologue in front of al pacino and like i just want to say don't let anyone tell you that you like can't do what you know you're meant to do in this world like it was just i was like fucking
2: true. I just got goosebumps again. Yeah. How many times is that going to happen? This. I episode? mean, probably a lot. You know, my I want to see that, too, on the Vanderpump Rules episodes. Like, she filmed another movie last year, and Sheena, the whole time during filming, she was in Vegas shooting her sex whatever, and they're just, again, not showing us any of that. These are missed opportunities. Like, do I care about Lala working at Sir or filming a movie with Al Pacino? Like, show me her filming a movie with Al fucking Pacino.
1: I wonder, too, if it's like a budget concern where it's like they can't have camera crews like in both places at once and it makes more sense to just like find a way to get the cast together so they like make them all gather at sir but like do what the
2: housewives do and just pay for them to go to dinner and like vacation and and also i'd be fine seeing a scene at least of them talking about it like of lala getting the news that she's going to be in a movie with al pacino like i feel like that'd be a fun moment to see like, yeah. we're getting the phone call being like, well, I don't know if it's just, like, Randall texting her. Like, <laughs> I'm giving you the role. I got a
1: text for my man. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm giving you the role in a movie without I'll Gino. get it for
1: you. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I'd still like to see it. I would love to see that. I also would love for producers to, like, split the cast up more often and send them on, like, girls' trips and boys' trips because mm-hmm. I feel like that is where a
2: lot of conflict could potentially arise. The girls' trip was so fun to watch these girls get together and just – without the guys holding him down. Mm-hmm. I just, I love them getting out to solving.
1: Yeah. And I want the guys to like travel too, especially cause we got a moment with Jackson Brittany where, uh, it became clear that he's not like, they don't ever travel apart from each other right. anymore. Like she was like, Ugh. maybe we should go to Kentucky. And then he's like, or you could go like alone by yourself. And she was like, I don't think so. And so it's like, he's not I, don't, I think this is really the boys trip is the first time he's ever been left alone and it's for 48 hours
2: only i mean a lot of the jackson britney stuff makes me really uncomfortable lately like the, the whole therapy scenes like i first of all which didn't make any sense i'm catholic and they were you do pre-k now and not you don't have to do he was saying in his confessionals like you have to do to a year married, of do couple have therapy. Do, um but it's like well in the catholic church which is i thought what they were talking about. Jax was talking about Catholicism. But you do pre cana, which is like um, meeting with your uh, priest. Okay. It's not like you don't meet with like an outside therapist. Yeah. And you do the saying in his confessional, oh, yeah, I'm Catholic, so you have to do this amount of therapy, and I was like, that's not what the Catholic Church says, but maybe his his church is different or something?
1: I think that he just doesn't know. Or just made it up. Yeah, he, like, kind of hears it, and then it gets filtered through, like, Jack's, his brain, (laughs) and then comes out of his mouth, and it's, like, off. Yeah, I know, and, like, because Brittany is just, like, Christian. Well, we have all seen her church and, like, where she's from. So... Which that's not over with. Like, that's bubbling under the surface, too. That is bubbling under the surface, because that pastor that's, like, marrying them at the Kentucky Castle
2: is, like, a known homophobe. Yeah, and it's, like, he, she was asked about that on Watch What Happens Live, but, like, that's going to come back again. Like, they're if they're going to film this on camera,
0: mm-hmm. and
2: they're going to keep that pastor, like, people are going to dig that stuff up again. Yeah, I'm ready.
1: <laughs> um Lala says she got so drunk that she got naked and broke a hurricane proof window. What
2: is that whole story? Like why, where's the footage of that? Yeah. I need all the footage of that. And how did this happen? It was seemed like it was just glossed over. And so now she and Randall have a no drinking pact. Some people thought they were pregnant.
1: Some people, I thought that they were pregnant. I thought Lala was pregnant for a really long time. Um, I'm also like, why would you take everyone to wine country if you're not drinking? Like, why don't you take them somewhere else where it's like you can all do activities that don't involve drinking, like horseback riding or something. And like this whole trip leaves a weird taste in my mouth Mm. because it's like you're rewarding people
2: for just being a friend to you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you think that Lala was not drinking at all the whole wine trip? She said she wasn't. I thought, she, I thought I spotted her drinking. Like, I thought she said that, but then she was like, well, I'll drink a little bit.
1: She cheers with a huge green juice on Maybe the airplane, I which I really, that was a power move that I aspire to do <laughs> is be like, no, you guys like have,
2: you, you drink as much messy. alcohol as
1: you want and then be like, cheers with a literal gallon of green yeah. juice. Yeah. Yeah. Goals. Yeah. But I don't think she's drinking. I don't know. She's also wearing an Ayurvedic like magnet thing that i noticed like there's she there's so what does that mean is that like a i don't know but it's like an ayurvedic i've been like googling a lot of like ayurveda because like i just am dying to have like an ayurvedic facial and like all these treatments and stuff so i'm just like dangling those in front of me for some sort of reward in the near future but i've noticed
2: this like magnet thing i really want one yeah i think i know where she gets it I don't know. I see I just assume that she was saying she was not drinking but then she would get there and be like okay I'm drinking now. I think but, she's like not. Wow. wow. Yeah. I wanna know that whole story about the hurricane proof thing. Like why wasn't that filmed? Or wasn't there any footage from that? I'm sure there was like at least a picture, a still frame picture of the aftermath of it we could have put on screen. Like something from that moment should have Yeah.
1: And did she like crash through like the Kool-Aid man? Like where
2: like where's the injuries from that? Show me or at least show me a picture of the window. Or did she like throw something at yeah, I need like something. Like there was not even like a sliver of footage. And you know, normally they'll put up on the screen the picture, like a still frame of like something thing post mm-hmm. whatever <laughs> I love when they do Hurricane that Lala yeah I remember back in the day when they would show like they would be like Tequila Katie came out last night and then they would show us like texts or something on the screen the next day that, yeah something like that like show me the text between her and Randall after she broke the
1: we're not getting a lot of receipts this season. and I think
2: you know what maybe the producers got lazy they got complacent or the editors and they were like you know what I don't fucking feel like getting that footage yeah it's fine but back in the day they would have been like Lala send us the your text up. messages yeah
1: <laughs> um at the end of the seventh ray the woman holly that's showing them around looks exactly like amy adams
2: yes she's like is it, amy was, adams. Amy adams. it was it was 100 percent amy adams
1: in doing like character research uh-huh. and just like popped up as holly she's like, here i am <laughs> fully next amy role. yeah yes i love jacks to like try like i like when you get to see how like cheap he is because i feel like this will be a point that comes up over and over because he famously is like doesn't want to spend that kind of money and he like prefers to steal prefers to steal and i think also there's this kind of dynamic brewing that's like britney gets whatever she wants because Jax was a bad boy
2: mm-hmm. and so
1: like she's gonna get her party because we all know why like
2: the unsaid kind of reason all of these dynamics between Jax and britney are not good no like they're very it's And I know we kind of just brushed over the fact of what happened last season with the phone call and the cheating and stuff like that. And it's just so dark when they're at the therapist and then Jack's like, I'm not mad. I just want to talk about it. It's like, oh, it makes me feel so uncomfortable. It's because he's so filled with rage about it all. Mm -hmm. Like, and so defensive and
1: clearly like, hasn't let it go and neither is she because if someone's like hey let's talk about this and you are over it you'd be like okay yeah like blah 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 and that's mm-hmm. it and then you move on and talk about something right. else right but like the fact like what's not being said is so important it's so important yeah
2: The engagement party costs $14,205. It's crazy. It looks like... I mean, it's going to be like a wedding. Like, we even see in the footage in the trailers and stuff, it looks like a fucking wedding. Yeah. Which seems like an irresponsible use of money to me.
1: It's really, like... I would rather go on a huge vacation, like and stay at an Amman mm-hmm. without,
2: and like, one hundred percent, which you could absolutely do, yeah. for like maybe a week. I understand them spending a lot of money on the wedding, especially if it's going to be filmed. But for the engagement party, it just seems like insane to me, yeah. And especially because I mean, not for nothing, but where we see them living, it's confusing because it's like, well, you're not living in that nice of a place, and. You could put that you in put the, that your money bank towards a, down a place payment. where you would own instead of rent towards a down payment or something. So yeah, it's troublesome and it's like ugh.
1: And like in of the seventh, but the same eights-
2: thing with the uh, engagement ring. Yeah, it was like how much was that? That was so expensive, and it's like
1: he says it's like seventy k or something like that. And I that. know
2: they probably got a little bit of a deal, but I'm still sure it was probably maybe could have been better spent somewhere else. In I'm, the be- put it in the Mima cheese business.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're growing, thriving an empire.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm
2: wondering. What like, if that doesn't take off? Then how are they going to afford the wedding? I don't know.
1: I want to see like I and I know we'll get this as like people will flame out financially, like. I think just when you give people a lot of money that clearly don't really know what they're doing with it, like someone always ends up biting the dust. That'll so that'll be fun to watch. That'll be exciting. Yeah. Might I hope it doesn't like happen, but years. also be fun to watch. But yeah. There has to be someone like someone will fuck up on their taxes. Mm-hmm. I have a theory that someone will do porn eventually. Who do you think will do porn? I don't know. A reader had written in to the podcast and was like pitching like porn ideas that i we explored on the bonus episode i feel like it could be tied into whoever is like having financial yeah. drama
2: you know i'd watch a guillermo video.
1: guillermo like would be a great porn star i think when we Peter, saw him. Oh, Peter. softly seducing
2: people mm-hmm. like doing soft seduction at sir like I, we- I really want Peter to take over for Ken, mm-hmm. and I want all of like Ken's scenes. Anytime Ken's on camera, like let's just replace him with Peter. I'd rather watch LVP and Peter. I'm than- into Peter now. I am too. I like Peter. I like him. I He's know, I, hot. I feel the same way. I like turned my corner with him, and I'm like, oh, I love Peter now.
1: I love him. He's like so supportive. Mm-hmm. Like if I was having a problem or a bad day, I would want to go to CERN and talk to Peter about it just so he could tell me to like keep my
2: head up and he'd be really encouraging. Mm -hmm. He's like that calming presence. Like when the other scenes are getting wild, like when we see James with his mom or something and then we cut to a Peter appearance, it's like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I feel calm again. Yeah. Like I got so worked up and now Peter's on screen and better. He's like human
1: Xanax. Yeah. 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 Brittany wants the party. So she's getting
2: the party. And then I am on the brim of freaking out. I'm on
1: the brim. (laughs) I'm
2: on the brim. I'm on the brim of freaking out. <laughs> Britney's calling oh, me. I'm engaged. I'm engaged. <laughs> She's really leaning into the Southern accent. I know. I more
1: so now than ever.
2: Yeah. It's wild. It's I, It makes me so happy. And like I, hearing her voice, like I think I would have a totally different opinion of Brittany if she had a different accent or if she sounded like, you know, the rest of the girls.
1: Yeah. I mean, she, it definitely puts her, paints her in like, a very cute and innocent light. Yeah. But yeah. I also am like, I'm kind of starting to eye roll at some stuff where I'm like, honey, you're leaning into it too much. Mm-hmm. Like you need to toe the line because when she's like, I always believed in fairies and I just thought they're <laughs> real I love fairies so much. He-he. And I, I, I was know like, fairies weren't real. Yeah. I was like, Brittany, like you yeah, need to walk lot. it back. Yeah. Now.
2: Walk it back a little bit. I get that.
1: Cause like, I'm, can see the game that you're playing. I respect it. Mm-hmm. You've got to do what you've yeah, got to do to survive mm-hmm.
2: in this world. Yeah. you're. Mm-hmm. But don't get into fairy talk with me. No, I get that. I get that there. You're exactly right. She really won me over when she was like, I'm just buying lots of stuff on Amazon. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I get that Brittany. Like I <laughs> totally related. That was like, I was like hating on Brittany the whole episode. And then she's like, I just been buying shit on Amazon. And I was like, okay, now I love you again.
1: I love that. But I'm also like, if you have to Buy a bunch of shit on Amazon, you probably shouldn't also drop 14K on the party. Well, you know what? I don't know that they're actually. It's a (laughs) high-low mix, but like, no Uh, shade to Amazon. But there
2: there are no mathematicians over there. I don't know. I don't know. It's worrisome.
1: I want to know how much the
2: deposit was that they put on like a debit or credit card. Let me ask you: do you remember what Schwartz and Katie's wedding cost? 50K. 50K. Okay, so this was 14 for the wedding. Engagement party. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, but I feel not weird. It's not weird if you have the money. But I worry that they don't have the money.
1: Like long term. Like Mm -hmm. I feel like Susie Orman would not be pleased with any of their spending like she i would like to actually get her on the podcast I to just talk about that. from a financial perspective like what these people should be doing with their money
2: i would love to listen to that and i would also love Susie to just go on an episode and just like walk in their houses and talk to them about finances yeah because i do worry about their finances i don't even know why like i worry about them all. like do
1: does jacks do jacks and britney have eight months of income savings. saved right. in a savings account I would venture to say probably not.
2: Especially with these lifestyles they're leading. Do they have a Roth IRA? T B fucking D. We need Susie Orman to just go in there in one of her blazers and just And clean it up. Clean up house. I think she would have a And you know what day. I also want her to do? I want her to sit down with L V P and the Toms. Mm-hmm. And I want them to go through the terms together. Yes. I want them all to talk about the terms of this Tom Tom business.
1: They need to do that. And Susie is the perfect person because she her whole story was like she raised a lot of money to start her own restaurant and it, She got like a $50,000 loan, I think, or $20,000 loan from like people at the restaurant that she worked at, and then took it to a bank. And this banker was like, you should invest it, blah, 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 and lost all her money. Then she ended up working at that bank, making it all back. And like... Hair standing up. Yeah. And like, so Susie no, She's been fucked over in the restaurant industry. Could you imagine
2: a world where... Next season we see the season opens with them doing contract negotiations for that season with Suzy Orman. Yes. Ugh. I need that. I would love that. Just sit Suzy down like with all their agents or publicists or whoever they're doing their deals with. And Susie's going around with the Bravo execs mm-hmm. and they're working out their contracts and that's how the season opens. Fuck. Yeah. Like
1: and Susie's telling Lisa, like, you need to play it straight like you need to be straight with them and, the, and then her yeah, and like you need encouraging... to pay them if they're
2: going to the restaurants yeah. if they're hanging out there you need to pay them you need fee. to pay them
1: there needs to be some sort of fee like she's mm-hmm. like it doesn't have to be crazy but it has to be there it needs to be in writing and then she could like get the money for Everything the licensing writing. of their names they need wow. Susie
2: we need Susie on this cast yeah. she could be a full-time cast member I'd love to see her at Galavant with uh, Lala on the private jet
1: I'd love to see her on, on the girl's page. trip in Solvang <laughs> <laughs>
2: Just Susie and Kristen cheersing. Yeah. <laughs> she could also be a guy's night, too. I'd be fine she could with do, that. She could anywhere could do she wants to go, her and she Peter go. go on a date or not yeah. a date. I mean, she's a lesbian, but we can get them. I mean, well, you know what? Sexuality's fluid these days. We'll, we'll, we'll work it out. Peter's got long hair, maybe. But <laughs> maybe let's probably. just, like, put into the universe <laughs> get a Susie appearance
1: mm-hmm. on Vanderbilt Rules or at least, like, commenting on it in some way, shape, or form. She should have
2: her own podcast. She should have a sexy, unique podcast with Susie Orman. <laughs>
1: Susie starts her own podcast called sexy Un- suzy, suzy unique, unique podcast and i'm like kind of pissed but also really the happy loyal listener yeah
2: <laughs> suzy unique podcast is something i would totally subscribe to yeah
1: she's like seps back guys and i'm like what the fuck Susie? but she's also like, this week was like- a lot of lols
2: <laughs>
0: unlike any others on the market
1: go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with canopy's hassle-free filter subscription
0: even better our listeners can use code sexyunique at checkout to save an additional 10% off your canopy purchase hurry your hair and skin will thank you sibling fights are unavoidable but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or was it something that started much earlier?
1: Follow Disentel on the Wondery app or wherever
2: you get your podcasts.
1: Brittany thinks Beau and Saucy are going to get engaged next.
2: Okay, this is another thing I hate They're to be They're engaged, negative.
1: right? Like, oh, aren't they? they already? I didn't know that. I thought they like got engaged when they went to Europe last time. Like, I, people had emailed me about it, and also people have been emailing me, like, with, pregnancy theories that Stasi is already pregnant
2: i heard they fuck with people on social media though like i heard that like stassi and they put the rings on their engagement fingers just to fuck with people okay love that which i like that too yeah yeah it's like a big fuck you because then it keeps us all guessing mm-hmm, that's smart i don't know that that's what stassi and Bo did maybe they are engaged i didn't know they were but i do know that in the past they have done that before where they'll okay they'll take like her fucking oh oh T day <laughs> okay. whatever it is and yeah and with the ring on her engagement finger okay cool yeah Wait, what was it? what did you just ask though
1: they were gonna have I was, they were gonna get engaged and then they're talking about having oh, babies together and you were this all something. really
2: bummed me out and i don't mean to be i hate to sound negative but it really bummed me out them talking about the kids i don't know what it was it just made me feel uncomfortable inside
1: um i would for sure be interested in watching them all have kids. Mm -hmm. I don't think that it's advisable whatsoever. (laughs) And I feel for those like unborn children. I don't.
2: Do you think if one of them has a kid, then do you think they're all going to do the kid thing at once?
1: I kind of think why not? Because it just like traditionally we, the behavior we've seen is that once someone does something on the show, like there can't be, the feeling of being an outlier because if you are you're like sheena where you're just like thrown to In the, the world yeah you're <laughs> like your on frog. a bachelor date like no one really wants anything to do with you yet you're still around so i feel like it would be polarizing for jackson Brittany to get pregnant because they couldn't go do all the same things that other mm-hmm. people are doing so like it would be essential for Bo and stassi to get pregnant or katie and tom to get pregnant I have a gut feeling I don't think that Katie and Tom are going to try and get pregnant anytime soon. Mm-hmm. It just does not seem like it's in the cards for them. I agree. And thank God for that. And we like, know I don't Ariana think...
2: and Tom don't want to. Or yeah. Ariana doesn't want to have kids. Yeah. So it'd probably be like, I think Stassi would probably. I think Stassi and, and Brittany. Brittany... Yeah. Maybe and then Lala? Kristen probably would just for fun. <laughs> she'd feel left out. So she'd she just go get knocked up yeah. by someone somewhere. And then we'd see a whole season like Sheena trying but not succeeding. Yeah, getting the Sheena's up.
1: frozen her eggs, which yes. she made the big deal about. Mm-hmm. I think Kristen and Carter. I hope that they're. This means they're breaking up soon.
2: I think it'll be a compelling storyline if they do. I but, then, a but, but then, but then I need to see it though. I need yeah. to see it. Like, don't show me just a flashback footage of them fighting. Like, I need to see this whole breakup happen
1: there was a true star is born at sir moment. And I don't know if you caught this guy. Cause it truly, it was a, just a glimpse, but Brittany's like walking into like the kitchen or something. And she goes, Oh, excuse me right. to this man with long hair just holding a cocktail with like a leather cuff
2: yes staring I, into the void I do you think we need more of him and I do know exactly who you're talking <laughs> okay, about it good. was like her just going to the like the check-in machine or whatever the fuck that's yeah called. And yes, he was a star. Yeah, where is he at? What's he doing? What's his story?
1: Featured. I need him as like a featured
2: cast member yes. next season. Get him next season in there, even Who if he's he? just
1: lurking, always at Sir, and he's just like the Sir lurker, where everyone's <laughs> like, it. "Oh my God, that guy's back,"
2: and no one knows his <laughs> name. He's but... like that. Who's that guy James lived with? Uh, he's like, Paul. Paul. He's the new Paul.
1: He's the new Paul. Uh, he's
2: sexier than Paul. He has powerful hair. You know, I was at the gym the other day, and on the treadmill, they were playing an old episode. For from the season, and this is just coming to mind. This has nothing to do with what you're talking about. But remember that flashback at the beginning of the season of James trying on underwear. Mm-hmm. It just came the to supreme my head. <laughs> it just popped in my head, and I needed to stop and say it. I needed to voice what was going on in my head. Limited edition supreme underwear. <laughs> like it was such a bizarre little vignette that we yeah. got. It was not to have to do with Paul or it that was great. Other lurker.
1: Because I, wasn't he trying them on in his old apartment?
2: <laughs> and he was like in the mirror talking to himself. Yeah. Yeah. It was just a beautiful thing. Was I feel Paul like in that scene? I don't know,
1: but he probably had like some creepy like undercover camera.
2: 100%.
1: Pointed at James. Sure. That's like connected to that. a monitor in his bedroom.
2: There was like Paul's camera and then the production crew yeah. was there too. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever feel like that? Or just random scenes from these people's past pop in your head?
1: Yeah. I think about them a lot. Yeah. And just like think, like I've been thinking about Stasi's hair a lot recently, like especially her season one hair, because it was Mm. so like shiny and voluptuous. And then I found myself wondering today if like her season one hair was extensions or if she just like cut it and then it got over dyed or something because it's like not the same texture and then had like a long think about her hair.
2: Wow. So all been there
1: just things like that around nature things pop
2: in your head I know I Kristen takeman from the Real houses of New York always pops in my head sometimes oh, so yeah like randomly I'll be walking down the street and it's like and it's almost like a soothing moment when any of these people pop in my head because it's like my I'm so such an anxious person that it's nice when something like a like Peter just comes in my head and it's like it
1: takes away oh, okay. from the stresses of day-to-day life mm-hmm. it like allows you to just breathe
2: and to do to focus your brain on something like Stasi's hair yeah yeah totally it's therapeutic it's totally therapeutic to just go through in your head and be like okay stassi's hair season one and then you're just like you're focused on figuring it all out
1: <laughs> have you ever like probably have you okay do you have a therapist yes okay do you have you ever like talked about like any sort of reality show stuff to your therapist I mean, or it, talked it, about like because i'll find myself t- being like my po- like talking about <laughs> drama but then i'm like also about podcasting stuff and then i have to be like on my podcast about vanderpump rules and it's like and then i'm just like what it- does she think about this yeah and yes. i don't ever ask her because i really do i don't want to know if she thinks it's dumb but because- yeah. but like i also am, like <laughs> she does think it's she definitely that is like you're an idiot
2: yeah you know i recently stopped seeing my therapist because she was just always like I would meet her at her house, which I was curious about Jackson Brittany at their therapist because I was wondering where they were. That therapist's office, both the therapist's office weren't great. Because they had a window air unit with Jackson Brittany's. And I thought, is that a reputable therapist? But anyway, my therapist, I used to go to her house and she would always like forget. And then she'd like run to the door with like her hair wet and she'd be like, oh, I was in the shower. Sorry, I'm late or something like that. It was like very dark. Yeah. But. Uh, that's Vanderpump
1: Rules style therapy
2: totally like she's probably gonna be on next season but Mm -hmm. she I would talk about like podcasts I'd be like somebody said this mean comment about my podcast (laughs) and I was just sure she just was rolling her eyes she's like what the hell your podcast
1: I had to be when Stassi made her book announcement it really triggered me and I had to like talk about that in therapy and I was like just like don't know what to do because like she is a book deal and like what what does that mean for me and Myla and she I was like The things that I'm saying right now, everything's valid if you're feeling something, if you see something, say something. But I'm also
2: just like... The the book deal was tough, too. I felt the same. Yeah. Like, that was tough to watch because it's like, well, what is this book? Mm -hmm. It didn't really, even when the press release was confusing to me, it was like, she's going to talk about being a basic person or whatever. Yeah. And I thought, like, what is that? Like, I've been doing, <laughs> I've been doing comedy for a hundred years, yeah. <laughs> and why don't I have that book deal? And like, I feel like I wrote that book. <laughs> you did. <laughs> you did. <laughs> eight
1: years ago. But anyway, it's uh, here we go. Like, here it great. goes again. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. You literally wrote that book. Amazing. She's probably going okay. to yeah. Perfect. And so, yeah, it was a real crisis of. Faith, identities, faith. Yeah, but you know, we moved on. Move
2: on, and then you just focus on her hair journey.
1: Just think about her hair.
2: I know. I'm curious about that book, though. I want to read it. I'm just curious what it is.
1: Yeah, we gotta get galleys. Yeah, which I think we can do. I feel like we can do that. Yeah. Okay, we're doing it. Jax is joking
2: about getting hookers at guys' night. They also talked about bringing dildos there. Did you hear that? Yeah. Which I thought was an interesting choice. Yeah. I'm all for that, them having dildos there. It'd be fun to watch. But I.
1: They love a dildo Mm -hmm. lol. The, like, guys love, on the show. Know, they
2: love... They always have, like, putting their asshole in each other's faces and, like, yeah. all that stuff.
1: Remember when Jax used to, like, fart on them? Mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. we don't get any of that anymore. Or the,
2: like, uh remember they put the meat up their ass or, like, wipe their ass with meat? Yeah. yeah there was, like, a lot of, like, frat humor.
1: So frat, like, homoerotic,
2: mm-hmm.
1: like, lols with each other. Yeah, and
2: I always enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm, like, bring the dildos to guys' mm-hmm. night. Let's get a dildo. I could just picture them already, like, drunk, like, sh- Schwartz is passed out and like jacks and tom sandoval like kind of slapping his face Mm -hmm. with the dildo that'd be fun footage
1: yeah i think like i loved also the flashbacks of guys nights from the past because it reminded me what a great show this used to be like where i was like oh my god like they used to go to vegas and like jacks railed girls in the bathroom i remember there was one scene of him like crawling into an elevator because he couldn't walk like they used to get fucking crazy. Yeah, they did get crazy.
0: And they now did.
1: everyone's kind of like, it's a little bit
2: boring. I mean, it's a but lot. it's
1: hard too. They're in their late thirties. Like you cannot party. Like you, I can't. I, I certainly cannot. no. I couldn't
2: either. I don't know how. I w- I don't know how they can film this show because they during filming I feel like they're expected to drink like a lot during filming or
1: the girls pregame a trip to, like a wine tasting by taking shots.
2: I mean that's I can't do I can do that maybe like once every four months-ish now yeah I I've you know like I can't drink like I used to mm-mm. and so I kind of they're around the same age as me it's like I they're older <laughs> Jack's is older <laughs> So, yeah, Jax is much older. They're much older. But so
1: But like they're drinking hard alcohol from like eleven AM, then into like a hotel. Like I can't drink like during the day. And then to
2: film the next day. Like if I were doing that, like I would be like, get the camera fucking out of here. I, I would look it. like shit. I would look like shit. I would have so much anxiety. I get anxiety now when I drink the next day. Like the oh, next day. Absolutely. I, my anxiety is through the fucking roof. Yeah. Like there would be no way I could be on camera.
1: No. Yeah. It's like It's insane. Yeah. Yet they managed to like power through. I don't know how they do it. I think maybe it's like they're just, they never stopped drinking. So like if you consistently keep drinking, you don't really notice how much it affects you. Cause like for me, when I've stopped drinking, like I do dry January and you notice like how different you feel. And then you add a drink to the mix and you're like, oh my God, I'm like a pile of nerves. Then you're like, oh, this isn't great. And then, but I don't think they've had that necessarily.
2: No. You know, that was the worst thing about, I've noticed getting older is that the anxiety the next day, which I never had in my Mm twenties. And then when I hit my thirties, it was like, oh, now the anxiety is through the roof. The next day of drinking. And apparently it's a thing. Oh, it's a total thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I have to keep it to like
1: two glasses of wine or something and right. even that's kind of playing
2: with fire um, the last time I drank I saw we were at Tom Tom together and I like had to excuse I was like okay I had enough I have to excuse myself <laughs> <laughs> it was like I.
1: but it's a lot too it's a lot. there were like, lots of cast members there was a around. lot of cast members around. there was like
2: so much going on a lot going on like Sheena had shown up <laughs> like there was a lot happening
1: I had drank a lot that night and yeah. didn't realize it but I also didn't necessarily even feel drunk like I think it was just I was like on sensory overload and mm. I was also really worried that tom sandoval was mad at me because of his road to sir episode because he didn't acknowledge my presence and we we definitely like know each other to the point where we could say hi to each other and like recognize each other and so he wasn't acknowledging me then i was like having like a panic attack like inside and then finally at the very end of the night like 10 minutes before i left he was like oh, my God, it's you. Oh, I so he like,
2: didn't even know. He
1: didn't even recognize me. <laughs> <laughs> he
2: goes, oh, my God.
1: Didn't even know. You have dark hair now. That's crazy. And oh. I was like, oh,
2: my God, that's what it's been the whole time. And then I was like, I got to go. I had a similar spiral with Sheena that night because I had <laughs> met her a couple times. I had met her, like, a not a bunch of times, but enough that I was like, you sh- I mean, I know they all meet a lot of people all the time, yeah. but... I don't think she she's like, she should know, like, she didn't, yeah. she didn't know who I was at first. And then, like, the next week, she invited me on her podcast.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> it's like, you just can't take anything yeah. personally.
2: No, no. But we were drinking. The point is, we were drinking a lot yeah, that night. Drinking, I, they kept bringing was, over shots. They were bringing over shots, and it was like you said sensory overload and then i was like i have to go or else like i will literally be a mess
1: yeah it's like when you take a little kid to like disneyland and they've gone like all day and they have seen everything they
2: want to see yeah and then there's like they just throw a tantrum at the end and it's almost too much to see it all up close it's almost too much like it's way more fun i think to just watch it on the tv mm-hmm. than to see it all up close but Cause
1: i also get kind of weird in person or like bad. i feel like i can't be 100 myself which doesn't feel good because i like to just be myself right so I don't know. There's a lot.
2: Right. Right. But you know, can we talk about James's mom? This is, I'm sorry to, no, I, we need to talk about I just it. I feel like I'm thinking about her a lot and I don't know. I'm curious if you can answer, how do you feel about watching her? Because I'm on the fence. I don't know if it's too, too it's, much or something about it is, or me out a little bit too much. Or if I think it's the best, most compelling TV ever.
1: It is really compelling TV. But it also is insanely dark. Yeah, like it's more than anything. I think more we've than anything seen on the show, the number one darkest person
2: on 100%. Vanderpump like, Rules, and I think she's making wonderfully compelling TV. Like it's so great, great to watch. Not great to watch, but it's unwatch. I don't <laughs> what think. What am I trying to say? I, unwatch. I'm not.
1: You can't. You can't tear yourself you away. Can't tear from yourself away. From it. Yeah, but like I don't. I wonder if she's in on that fact, it seems like she's not in don't on it. Is. I and think she I think that's she's why we're having like,
2: this visceral reaction to it yeah. because I don't think it feels fake. No. And even that one scene we saw in this episode where James was like on the phone outside the therapist's office, it was like, that wasn't planned or staged. Like, no, you, you saw you like tell. a producer
1: in the scene, like kind of walking quickly towards him. Also. I love that his therapist is like, you need to set a boundary. And he immediately goes to, like, call and scream at his mom. Like, there wasn't any sort of... He's like, he's the kind of person who will just do it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is, like, so James. But also, you could have maybe waited. Yeah,
2: at least till the camera's like, we're in their car.
1: Yeah. uh That scene where his mom... Like, everything about her is poetry. Uh-huh. Like, she enters his apartment. But she has a dog that's really cute with one ear.
2: Yeah, the dog was... F- the dog, dog is adorable. Added, you, we were texting about it. What did you yeah. say about the dog? <laughs> you said we needed the dog. We needed that it, dog to like, otherwise diffuse. Otherwise, it would have been too dark. Yeah.
1: So <laughs> like, thank God that that dog was in frame we, constantly. You're so right.
2: Like, we needed that dog there.
1: Yeah. And, like, the fact that they're having this conversation, Raquel
2: is in between them. Raquel just standing there, she's, getting ready to go off on her amazing race.
1: Yeah. Like, she knows that she's out of her league like that she shouldn't be there but she also doesn't know how to excuse herself like it's like she it's like that, she's such a fucking mess yeah like sh- any normal person like if that was me I'd be like I'm gonna let you guys talk. Like, I need to go to the bathroom or something. Like, find some
2: excuse to get the fuck out of that conversation. (laughs) She's just not all there all the time. Like, she freezes literally. Like, freezes. And I might be that way too if I was on camera. But like, she just seems like she just like gets that. It's very stereotypical when you watch a scripted like sitcom or something and they have to give a speech in front of people. It's like that's what happens to Raquel like every time she's on fucking camera. Yeah, she just pauses and like, what do I say?
1: Her eyes get really wide and then she's just looking and it's like, (laughs) what is going through? Her, her head i sweet.
2: wish that you could hear like her inner monologue <laughs> there, i don't know that there's anything there it's just tumbleweeds i
1: think she goes like
2: <laughs> she seems like she
1: goes to like a happy place like she just turns off and then waits for it to be over so she tunes back in and realizes it's still going on and then goes back to the
2: happy place but like <laughs> you know it doesn't I, just get out <laughs> you know what i picture is in her head do you remember this is a deep cut but do you remember back in when nintendo 64 was out yeah remember when super smash brothers came out and the commercials on tv were like imagine me and you and you and me and the characters like the nintendo characters were like in their fluffy costumes or whatever like dancing in a prairie oh, field yeah i do, do you know remember what i'm talking that. about okay. yeah that is i know raquel's it's like a super deep cut but i feel like that's what's going on in raquel's head
1: yeah it's like care bears or something <laughs> yes, yeah yeah like she just is dreaming but manages to like and you. And you and still have her eyes open but she's mentally checked out like if you were like raquel 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 <laughs> and like it would take her a few seconds Snap to like it. come back into reality
2: yes but like james's mom Wait, real quick though, to back up. I love that they film or they scheduled Ariana's scene with James the same time as James's mom coming over. Like, yeah, I'm curious about the logistics of that. Like, did they allow Ariana and James like one hour to film, and then they were like, okay, the mom's coming in now. I guess what was that call she like? I
1: think it was just like we're going to film at James's apartment today. I feel like they're stacking a lot of filming scenes on top of each other yeah.
2: on this, sh- on this season. Do you think the cast was like, okay, we want, we're shooting less time. Like now they're making demands. We want, I don't know that. I I'm don't
1: just- know. Like, cause I think I felt like when we, cause we go to Sir t- two separate times in this episode. Is it two or three? I think it's two. two, but it shows Jackson, Tom bartending both times, but it's supposed to be different days, but they look exactly the same. And I think that, they like lisa maybe changed shirts and entered sir twice and filmed
2: like I think that they're just stacking the scenes. You know, see, I like when it's more with like that scene with James outside the therapist where like they caught him. Mm-hmm. I want more of that stuff. Like I don't need it to look so polished. No. I don't need it to look as polished as like a Real is of Beverly Hills. No, like, that or show even I like want. The Hills. Right. Like
1: I don't, I don't want that. Sometimes that's I think, why I like
2: the show. Mm-hmm. Lately,
1: I feel like they're over polishing. It's so over polished. The. Get back to the gritty. The
2: gritty realness. We
1: got like, that's what cemented the show. The
2: thing I like most about this show is them outside that fucking dumpster. I want to see them at the dumpster. We yeah. have we gotten any of that, sir. Dump. The alley oh, has got, fucking
1: been retired. I am just thinking which is of this now.
2: A tragedy. A tragedy. Like we got that one beautiful scene of Kristen confronting James with Hope by the dump. Mm-hmm. But I want more of that dump.
1: Yeah, I don't think we're going to get it Those are my, my favorite scenes. Those were the best. Like the alley gets featured less and less as time goes on, and it's truly like we need to get back to the roots. Yeah, I miss it. I miss that dump. Or just like let them let them spread their wings and go. Like they'll find an alley. You know what I mean? Like they're the kind of people Mm -hmm. that will find they will make an alley where there is none. And I'm happy to watch them in any alley. Yeah. If you let just let them go a little bit. Like if you love something, let them go. Like (laughs) the producers. They'll find their alley they'll make an alley. (laughs) (laughs)
2: they, <laughs> they'll find their alley yeah they will You're right You're yeah right. they'll find their alley yeah and
1: I <laughs> they don't were mean, born of an alley like mm-hmm. it is in their dna yeah they're alley cats. Yeah, they're alley, alley
2: children <laughs> we need to see that and that's the realness that's missing this yeah that's exactly what we're missing this season is mm-hmm. it doesn't feel real and we need more of that cinema verte. is that what it's called <laughs> Where yeah it's like just whatever they're doing let's follow them in their alleys mm-hmm.
1: let yeah. them live yeah don't try and rein them in.
2: Um, another devastating thing is that scene right, right before James' mom showed up, and we saw the flashback of Ariana in the studio. Why the fuck didn't we see the Why, actual studio? footage? Yeah. I love a Bravo celebrity in the studio.
1: I love a, I love specifically Vanderpump Rules people in a studio environment. Ariana's voice left a lot to be desired, mm. but like that's kind of run of the mill for these people on this show specifically. Yes, but I. Like, you said you were listening to the song
2: on loop, like, before you came over. I listened to it over five times. And let me tell you something. The first time, I didn't understand it. (laughs) The second time, I hated it. Mm -hmm. The third time, I was very offended by it. I don't know why I was offended by it. And then the fourth time, I really liked it. I was like, oh, okay, now I'm into it. And then by the fifth and listen and beyond, I was, like, looking for the ringtone. Like, I love it now. Yeah. But it's very bizarre. Like, the first couple listens, I was like, what the fuck is going on?
1: I... I have only listened to clips of it, but I really like it. You like it. I'm like, like it. a fan of it. I think it's catchy. It's kind of weird. Like... It's like, I, 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 I. I
2: think I a...
1: It's avant-garde. It's like giving me like...
2: It's showing James's artistic breath with uh yeah. which I am a fan of always. My one major complaint about the song is I would rather it been Sheena on the song mm. because I feel like it would have been funnier to see Sheena try to do a live performance of it. Yeah. Because it's like any live performance of that is gonna be weird and I hope to God we get one because mm-hmm. it's just like there's so what's the vocalizer or whatever it's like yeah was, they're like um, the, the female part in that song is like i i i i i I. so i would love to see sheena just being on stage somewhere being like i i i, I. It'd yeah be more embarrassing and funny to watch than ariana because i feel like i don't know ariana more self-aware or something so but be- why
1: is she in the stew like why i mean why not go in the stew if you're oh. invited but like what what is what is this about like, right. what we've is never, her We've never goal? seen
2: this on camera or something. And I'm also I confused... I didn't know she had
1: these aspirations. Me
2: either. And I'm also confused because when the release of it came out, when they dropped this single... <laughs> they
1: kind of just, like, low-key...
2: They low-key did it, but did you see the wording? I don't know if it was James or Ariana. Their wording on their Instagram made it seem like this is the first song of an album. Maybe I was reading too much into it. Maybe I, I'm wrong. I felt that I... i just got lightheaded yeah you gotta look it up i think it was james his instagram or something it was like here's our first one or something like that and i thought holy fuck like are we getting a whole fucking album from these two i hope it's like part of james's um thing
1: but like since when did ariana have ambitions to
2: be a singer it wasn't james okay so where did i see it maybe i'm making this up too
1: was it on twitter I feel like they dropped it very kind of like whatever. Like it was Mm -hmm. out last week. Oh, it was? Yeah. Like, because people had posted it in online and like, that's when I first heard it. And then I would think that they would try and make a bigger deal out of it. But it seemed like it was just kind of like a one-off, like.
2: I just got it. I'm, I logged into my Instagram, you know, and I got mm -hmm. a DM from Kayla from Lohan Beach House. About coming on my show. Oh my God. Amazing.
1: (laughs) Wait, have you found
2: uh, Aristotle? No. Okay. He's my goal of finding.
1: I just want to find him. He's so hot. We need
2: to book these like people on somewhere. Yeah. (laughs) I'm here for them. I'm here for them going on your show. Wait. So I don't know though, if it was, I swear I saw it somewhere that it was worded as if they were going to do more than one song.
1: Argan okay. James, I mean, I'm in, but like, give me the fucking backstory.
2: Yeah. No, it was just such a glossed over moment. Yeah. I don't like that.
1: Me neither. You're leaving out these like juiciest. I. I, I what is the song? What are the lyrics? Do you know?
2: It's that I just did them. So that. Uh, I. I, I, I. And she's yeah, like. I know you
1: he's... think I will, but I won't. It's like and a, he
2: goes jk on the three three threes jk on the three three threes okay Which amazing. i know that jk is his initials but it's also very confusing because i just mm-hmm. think just You're kidding just kidding just <laughs> <laughs> kidding his three, whole three, three. career is a jk <laughs> i mean <laughs> have you listened to his podcast i haven't listened to.
1: It. i haven't yet it's, yep. i need to subscribe need i need to, to subscribe and rate it five stars i'm fully supportive i think that it's, everyone should have a podcast i think Me his too. name for it is great i love that he got the rick and morty's guys to do his podcast adorable art, art. yeah i like, also love
2: the art of their single of that yeah um, i think I thought it was good. Like good yeah
1: i'm here for james kennedy's journey as like an artist a dj a podcaster i think he's a
2: hustler and so is lala the two he's of them a hustler are hustlers
1: When we got that flashback, like I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but like when Guillermo references James in 2014 coming into Sir and wanting to be the DJ, I thought to myself like, wow, he has come really far. Like he has done what he set out to do. Right. And
2: who else on this fucking show has done that? No. I mean, out of all the cast members, I think Lala and James are the most, even though they've They've been the most uh, people to take advantage of this opportunity. Yeah, you know, like they've at least done a lot of stuff. And Stassi, I think Stassi has done a lot too. too. But it's like
1: she has. It's not necessarily like she. She's accomplished, but she also kind of found her way into X Y Z. They, I feel like set out james is like mm-hmm. i want to be a dj that's what he's doing do i was you think like it was
2: because they came on later or something or, i don't know but i do they i think so and they're yeah. also younger, they're younger because
1: everyone on the show i mean stassi was young when the show started but like most of the cast was like coming from a perspective of being like in their 30s still really wanting to just be famous like not really having any idea mm-hmm. what they were doing and yeah. then they got these two like hustlers that really had a vision for themselves. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They
2: really did have a vision. I mean, when they started, I feel like people like Tom Sandoval, when he was doing the music and stuff, he had some sort of like he had a, a vis- little push, a blurry vision of It was of very something. blurry. Yeah, yeah. It was like, but Lala and James came in like, this is what I wanted. James is like, I'm going to be a world famous DJ and I'm going to yeah. do music. I'm going to go to Coachella. And he's focused on that. And even his podcast, I think it's about music or something. So I at least think it's focused.
1: Yeah, we gotta listen. Yeah. Um It's not for, about the podcast. It's not about the podcast. It's really good. Uh Katie says that she used to think Lala was a ratchet little gold digger until she finally went on the private jet. And then she right. just realized one
2: eighty was and I like how they talked about it yeah in her confessional she's like yeah i said that
1: <laughs> and she's like and then i went on and it was fine
2: so which is like literally totally honest and yeah I was, like, I was at least happy that we were being honest about it
1: yeah i just it's like the revisionist history on the show and like right. the the total flip-flopping like people get mad at sheena for being like a flip-flopper but i'm like all it took <laughs> was one private jet trip to like ride. Like a 25-minute private jet trip for you guys
2: to just totally be, like, chill. I know. What, didn't she say they went to Vegas or something? What's the private jet to Vegas take? 45 like, minutes, probably. 45 minutes. Yeah. I
1: don't think he takes private jets, like, to far off locations. Mm. Like, I don't think Randall would foot the bill for a
2: private jet to from L.A. to New York or New York to L.A. I do think it feels gross, though, that... Everyone hated Lala, and then now they love her because of the private jet. I'm not saying that it's not relatable. <laughs> like,
1: but, yeah, I mean, if you had like a fr- person in your circle that was really fucking annoying, but then they were like, "Come on, the pr- private jet," like I would
2: go. Wait, so do you think if Sheena was the one with the private jet, do you think it'd be the same situation where they're all friends with her or closer with her?
1: Uh, yeah, I think so. I think they're mm. all kind of users at the end of the day. Like, and they all have aspiration so like whoever is serving them the most like whoever they can mm. get the most out of or it's like i feel like a big thing with james is like he is really popular he had like a draw his see you next tuesdays were lit like i yeah. went to two of them i can attest to it's like I people organically yeah. showed up to those like loved it and like i feel like they're either really threatened by that kind of stuff and don't know how to deal with it so they'll ice or if it serves them in some way and they can get in on the action, then it's like that person's chill. Jackson and Brittany in therapy is insane. And I just realized, I don't think that they've Jax has even seen this therapist since last season. No,
2: I don't think so either. Since I think he this filmed the first with her since filming.
1: Yeah. And he comes in and they say, we're engaged. Oh yeah. We're engaged. I'm engaged, now. engaged. And she goes, "I am on the goes, of freaking we're fiancés out. now. And the therapist goes, exciting
2: (laughs) she's like did you work out your stuff from last year
1: they're like no
2: and no one did
1: i really my theory is like she would not have taken this except she's pregnant obviously and like just wants like a quick check (laughs) she needs a quick check she's like i need a quick check i have another kid on the way like i I I don't want to meet with them i don't want to do this this is bad for maybe my brand (laughs) but you know what i got mouths to feed (laughs) yeah got
2: it we all got bills to pay
1: She asked them what I, they you like. You can't hate to do. on anyone's
2: hustle. People.
1: Are no, I'm like, I really have no hate for that hustle. <laughs> no, me either. I'd be doing the same thing. Yeah. If I were nine months pregnant and someone was like, yeah, talk to yeah. Jackson Britney about
2: their relationship. Yeah, you sit me down. Sit them down in front of me in front let's of that air it. conditioner unit and yeah. let's go. Let's it's film the dead it.
1: Dead of summer. It's like the middle of a heat wave.
2: I just don't understand that. Like, if a reputable therapist wouldn't have an office with a a window unit.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's a, uh, yeah. Looks like a home office, maybe. I don't know. Yeah seems like it would be loud and like distracting. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to be crying about my dad and then also have like a like, window head,
2: like, right behind their ears. Yeah. And then also into
1: the back of your neck where it's kind of like blowing your hair forward. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and it's like your hair gets stuck to your tears and you're just like,
2: <laughs> like, and then just... she has to keep being like, what'd you say? Cause she couldn't hear <laughs> their voice. Like Brittany's soft spoken. So yeah. she couldn't hear him. Yeah. And then they <laughs> have to turn it off. And then when they turn it off, they just sweat. Yeah. And then also I think like, during filming they always have to turn off the air because it's too noisy or you know if a, any loud units or something they have to turn off the air so, so like,
1: that's why they're so sweaty all the time that's
2: why they're always sweaty because they can't put on their air conditioning because oh they God. all have window units <laughs> <laughs> so they're I just filming like, why are they so fucking i'm sweaty? sure it's also drugs but yeah with jack
1: like just at a mix of cocaine whatever just add x yeah.
2: and the window air units being off <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um she asked them what they like to do and Jax is like, We like to stay home, play games and laugh. <laughs> what? They're just laughing They're all just the time. I love other. like we just love to
2: laugh. We just giggle at each other's jokes.
1: <laughs> and Jax is like terrifying. He shuts down and gets really scary. He's like his rolling face, his eyes. I know
2: he did look very fit i was noticing during this scene he looked fitter than ever before or fitter yeah. than a while since like season one to it he's
1: whipping himself into he's shape He's whipping
2: himself into shape and that during that scene he was wearing like shorts and we could see his legs and i thought oh he this is the first time i'm noticing this transformation yeah of his uh, you know losing weight or whatever
1: his glow up Brittany looks stunning as well mm-hmm. i love it when she lets her like freckles shine
2: oh yeah yeah you know, I love Britney's confessional look with the curly, crimped hair. That, that like, wild lion. It looks mane. like Taylor Dane. Mm-hmm. And like, I
1: love that look. It's a really, it's a wild look that I'm, I was at first very averse to, but now I'm kind of coming around.
2: Me too. The first time I saw it, I was taken aback, but then now I love it.
1: I'm just accepting her beauty choices. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what you have to do with Brit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> except, they're
2: very big, bold choices. Accept the
1: beauty and the fashion. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> they're very bold choices she makes all the time. But yeah. when you just kind of let them wash over you and you just say, okay, I'm not judging these. I'm yeah. just going to enjoy them. Give into it.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Jax goes... <laughs> I don't understand. I just, I I don't understand I'm like why well, we should talk about it. It's okay to not understand. Like I, him trying to reason with people like and manipulate is really scary to me. And it Brittany, made me so
2: uncomfortable. Yeah. That. Yeah.
1: She like falls right into his traps.
2: Yeah. She just t- took it and she agreed that why, you know, she started to talk about the situation, but you could tell she wasn't really even going there as mar- far as she wanted to. No. Cause
1: once he starts saying something, she's like, I know, I know, honey, I know, I know.
2: Mm-hmm. I know. And it's just like, I would love to see her... I need I like Britney's rage. Mm -hmm. When Britney gets mad, that's when I like her the most. When she's on the brim of freaking out, that's when I am fully on board with Brit.
1: Yeah. And I feel like all that rage is simmering underneath everything she does.
2: That scene, I know I keep saying that stupid phrase, I'm on the brim of freaking out. I'm on the brim! I'm on the brim of freaking out. (laughs) But that whole scene, I felt like that was a weird moment where she didn't want to film mm-hmm. and she's taken off the mic pack. And I thought we were seeing like a different version of Brittany than we had seen before. And I loved that. Yeah. Cause it was like, she couldn't hold it down anymore. She, she, she was on the brim she's totally and brimming. so that moment of when she's leaving that apartment and then we see her in the, that fucking hallway that hallway that was one of the most chilling moments we've seen in the season at least
1: yeah and the door's kind of shutting on her slowly like that hallway door she's yes. like ripping them out but and that's then her why... mic was still
2: on and she was like in the apartment yelling at jacks yeah that was like th- that was a britney that we don't see
1: we need more of that but i that's why when she does this like I always believed in fairies. I I love fairies. That's why I'm like, you're making up for the fact that you're filled to the brim (laughs) with anger and emotions. Yeah.
2: It's all there. And I think she does this thing where she tries to be sweet, sugary, sweet on camera, Mm -hmm. but we get moments of the real Brittany, which we all love. I want the truth. And we all feel that way. I think like we all have been in those moments and Where you try to present yourself as one way, but then you're on the brim of freaking out and you lose it.
1: If you're going to marry Jax Taylor, you're going to have a lot of shit that you have to work through and you're going to have a lot of anger and feelings about shit that's gone on in the relationship. And someone needs to tell her and she really just needs to tell herself that it's okay to be mad. Like, no Mm -hmm. one is not going to like you because you're getting mad.
2: Yes. when You're losing a little bit.
1: Yeah. Like, I like everyone on the show, the way they are, like, they're We need her in
2: therapy alone. Yeah. I think she should have always gone to therapy alone. She should always be in
1: therapy, Your first entree should not be with, like, a partner.
2: No, and that... Monitoring uh, everything you say. I always think everyone should go to therapy, but also, her with... I mean, think about her life. Like, let's just take a moment. She moved here so rapidly to be with him and then entered this relationship that they haven't had... Have they had one... Uh, 12 month period of bliss like they've had no such you know craziness and the craziness started right when she moved to another state they've (sighs) never been apart actually like they didn't it's
1: not like she moved here and had her own apartment and own place like she moved immediately
2: into his studio so many life changes and to just pretend like uh, it's just a lot to of your life to be so different than it used to be. And now you're on a TV show. Like she was never on, she was never like a aspiring to be in the public eye. Or I mean, maybe she was, I mean, I think she she was like a beauty
1: queen. And like, I think uh, someone had written in and said that she and Jax met at like when he was doing a meet and greet in Las Vegas. I had heard that too. And so she like went there specifically to meet him.
2: And I guess, I, I don't know if this is exactly true, but I think, she had said in interviews she never watched the show, but then Sherry had said she watched the show or something like that. Maybe yeah. There was a up.
1: lot of like kind of nebulous, like did they know, did they not? But like, I feel like there's some level of calculation at play, mm-hmm. but now she's in this world and like, this is her life and like, this is her future. It would definitely serve her to like, cause shoving it Work down, it's it. only going to like it could end up coming out on like a future child or something like that. If you don't feel like comfortable confronting your man about this kind of stuff, like it has to go somewhere.
2: Yeah. Yeah. She needs to do the therapy alone.
1: Yeah. She needs to do like a retreat, like a Uh anger retreat
2: or like one of those Oprah super soul Sunday retreats, which I bought tickets for once. And then I had to cancel because I had a thing, but my friend jill and i were gonna go it's like a whole week on weekend long retreat where like you do therapy things and stuff Oh my god cool
1: there's a lot of those popping up these days Mm -hmm. like lots of opportunities. i would love to see any of the
2: vanderpump people go and but also on camera right yeah the only one in the i mean ariana is the only one who's always on camera being like you need to go to therapy like yeah (laughs) she really gets
1: like Like has a sense of reality that no one else really has. Yeah. And then Katie is like just being very sanctimonious about everyone else's relationship. And I'm like, it bothers me so, so much.
2: You know, the Katie and Schwartz of it all, I feel like there's a lot bubbling under there that we're not seeing any of their relationship this season.
1: No. And I think that's for a reason. And
2: there must be something going on or or at least maybe there's nothing going on now, but I wouldn't be surprised if like this bliss isn't lasting.
1: No, I or think, something. Yeah. I feel my instinct and like intuition just tells me that like, it was like, you're
2: not showing this or like, we're not going to let this be. Yeah. Cause I'm thinking about it and they haven't had anything to do this season. Like we've seen Schwartz with the Tom Tom stuff, but Katie hasn't really, I guess she gave Lisa that. Uh, yeah. There's no couple. not a stuff, whole lot.
1: Yeah. It's just, like, them and their weird, like, hoarder's denim in an apartment. <laughs> like, when they're packing, I was just, like, looking around at, like, all the clutter everywhere. And then, like, Stassi comes in. And she's like, it's so clean in here. I was like, in what fucking
2: world? I really want them to put a GoPro camera on that Bubba picture. Yeah. And, like, so we can see what's going on in that apartment. That would be a good perspective. Like just, uh, like, put the camera on the Bubba. Mm-hmm. That- Bubba picture
1: when do you think they will Finally get rid of the Bubba picture
2: Look I would have thought it would have Been years ago Mm -hmm. so I think they're Committed to it now I feel like they're at the Point where like fuck you guys everyone Hates it we're gonna keep it up Mm -hmm. it's I think it's like a big fuck you
1: they're trying to be Rebellious
2: yeah the Only person they're hurting
1: is themselves
2: (laughs) I yeah I I don't know I mean I'm Curious what season two all these people are gonna be moving
1: Jacqueline Gives it Truly, an Emmy speech, huh. like her monologue to James when she. So he's paying her two hundred dollars every other day.
2: Like that's crazy. What's that's the money going to? T- about
1: twenty four hundred dollars a month, anywhere between like twenty four to like thirty thousand or three thousand dollars a month.
2: So where is that money going?
1: James doesn't know, and he like keeps asking Something's her. He's like, "What? You just need to tell me like what I'm doing." Then she's like no and then he's she's like you don't even give me that much anyways and he goes do you want me to show you the paypal and then she's like well whatever and like backs down from that argument are we
2: dancing around a drug problem i don't don't know know. i'm not saying 200 every other day is a weird like a weird amount and because if it was like once a month he was giving her 3000 that'd be different to me than 200 every few days
1: yeah like, can I have another two hundo? Yeah,
2: like something's up. That's what is fishy to me. And she's maybe so, not drugs. Newly maybe sober. it's a fashion um, addiction. She's yeah. got like nice. I was looking at her outfits, and she looked like she's dressed nice. I was like, maybe it's that. I don't know. Maybe
1: it's like plastic surgery stuff.
2: But there's something two hundred dollars every few days is not the same as three thousand a month.
1: Yeah, it's a sketchy amount. She goes. This was honestly, if I had to like perform in an acting class, I would do this monologue where she goes was I a shit mother? <laughs> you went to a 50,000 pound school a year. Ralph Lauren, Burberry, great vacations. You took your first steps at Tiffany.
2: You took your first step at t- 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 s- Excuse me. <laughs> you took your first step at Tiffany is literally like one of the best lines we've seen on this show. Like that that it tells you so much like her saying that to him tells us so much about their relationship, about who she is as a mother, about who he is as a son. Like, it gives us everything, and it in uh, it's wonderful. She is, like... I haven't heard a scripted line like that. I mean, no. I'm thinking of, like, think about when you see a a mother-son or mother-daughter film, drama, or comedy. It's, it's screenwriters wish they could write a line like that. This
1: was Sopranos-level dialogue. Yes. Like, truly, yes. David Chase is shook. Shook. And... Jacqueline like needs an award for this, but also needs to be physically restrained and hauled off to the psych ward because <laughs> for any mother to do that to their son, where they're like, "I gave you a good life, and now you owe me two hundred dollars every time I ask you to PayPal me,"
2: shocking! Is it's a shocking no-no. and crazy and bizarre, and their relationship is—I can't wrap my head around it, but it gives us so much information about James and it makes us feel bad about James. I feel terrible for James. Yeah. I also am like, I wonder how the other people, I wonder how like people like Kate, Katie obviously hates James and I think Stassi hates James. Yeah. So I wonder what they think watching the show and seeing James be edited into a sympathetic character. Yeah. Because the early in the season, he was looking like a monster. He called Katie fat and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And now he's really like, they're editing him to look good. Yeah. Whether people like him or not, he's being edited to be liked. Yeah. And so I wonder if that pisses them off cuz they're like he's called me fat and he's a monster. I
1: mean, according to them there's like so much that's happened with James that we're not even allowed to see and like but I'm like are they just being jealous haters jealous or are haters. they Yeah, I feel like they're just jealous <laughs> just haters. Jealous haters.
2: I don't know, something there's more to that story, I think. You're right. Yeah, there's, there's more to a the, lot more the relationships there. There's also more to the relationship between LVP and James and James's mother and that whole thing, because that confuses me too.
1: Yeah, like why can she just waltz in there and then like she basically goes to Lisa and asks for James's job back so she can have more money. Like in Jacqueline's mind, I think she truly thinks that it's like never occurred to her that she should get a job. Mm-hmm like
2: mm-hmm. why isn't she asking for a job
1: yeah i thought that if she was gonna ask for a job first that. i would 100 percent her as a new server maybe that's the oh. new blood that we really need oh, we do is james's mom being on the and show then let's
2: get dana stassi's mom in as a bus I, I need dana sherry in there i need vanderpump shana as a host or, or sherry as a host and
1: erica <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: Uh, you know, my boyfriend walked in the room, and he hadn't watched. He hasn't been watching the past couple seasons of Pump Rules, but he's familiar with the people. Yeah, and he walked in the room when Jacqueline was on screen. And he's like, "Is that Kristen?" It, and it is.
1: Yeah. And yes. That was, and no. And that
2: was an eye-opening experience for me because I never made that connection. Oh, really? Yeah, I had never. I just. I, I guess I'm stupid. I'd never made that connection. Then all of a sudden, it was like, "Holy fuck!"
1: Yeah, you can't unsee it once yeah. you see it. I thought, wow. From the moment that she first like appeared on screen. Like when she was talking about like Kristen being barren or whatever, like I was like, wait, she is Kristen and Kristen is Jacqueline. Okay. Jacqueline then goes to sir. She asked Lisa if Harry can work there. And then she's like, "Okay, hey, thanks. Bye. <laughs> like, and that's when I was like, this is a child and
2: an adult. She world. called her Vanderpump too. Did you hear that? Yeah. Which I thought was weird to not call her Lisa.
1: How do they know each other? She must have something there's over something
2: Lisa. There's something over there. For sure, 100%. I, I don't believe otherwise. Like, it's, w- there's something going on. And also, like, Lisa's a producer on this show. So I wonder the mechanics behind the scenes of, like, let's present James as a sympathetic character. She must have, I mean, she obviously has a soft spot in her heart for James. Yeah. As do I. But, like, what are, I think
1: that's why also we get no not a lot of Katie being a monster is because Lisa has a soft spot for Katie
2: so it's oh, like see I think the opposite I think actually Lisa hates Katie no oh I totally do really totally, why well I think I thought that this season because after that uh what the when Katie met with Lisa and gave her the ultimatum yeah I think that pissed lisa off you don't give lisa vanderpump ultimatum, you do not, give her so an ultimatum. not the way to go about and it. i think they were talked about it on watch what happens live or somewhere i saw either katie or lisa talking about it lisa's not happy with katie for that whole thing
1: oh okay So i
2: think actually lisa like is more than not happy i think she hates katie actually for giving like an ultimatum on camera wow yeah so that's i i actually think yeah i think lisa hates katie i love that that's what I think
1: Lisa's so fascinating to me because, like, you know, that she has so many opinions that she never shares with anyone mm-hmm. except, like, maybe Ken or one of those
2: dogs when they're sleeping.
1: She whispers into a dog's <laughs> ear, like, yeah. Jiggy's passed out, and she's like, I fucking hate Katie Malone.
2: I hate Katie Malone. I will
1: destroy her. Watch the,
2: watch. I'm, I think the reunion's gonna be good. Watch like the Lisa versus Katie. I think there's something there. Okay.
1: I love I was, that like, twist.
2: I don't know if it was Lisa that I saw on Watch What Happens Live or Katie. All these people run together in, yeah. in my head. But they were talking about it, about that ultimatum scene. And you could tell Lisa was not happy about it.
1: Yeah, you don't. That's not the way you deal. Like you should have learned from season two when Kristen called her and tried to do that. It's mm-hmm. like you have to make Lisa feel like she's in she's control. Making the decisions. Yeah, mm-hmm. Kristen is unapologetically late to the private jet. <laughs> I love that.
2: Well, I also totally relate to Kristen's travel anxiety. I get bad travel anxiety, too. I'm
1: late to a lot of things, and usually to the airport, I'm, like, frantically trying to make it to the airport.
2: I could be uh, two hours early to the airport, and I will still be frantic. Like, I could just get, you know, nuts. Yeah. And so I like that about her. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, two, I also say that, like, I wouldn't want to travel with that. Like, that'd be an... As someone who's already like that, like, I couldn't even handle somebody else, like no get him away from me i don't i I wouldn't take a car i'd say take your own car to the pj yeah i'll
1: meet you there like love and light
2: like well, let's meet there we'll take our separate ubers why aren't why wouldn't they take a fucking separate uber
1: i don't know it's really
2: bizarre but like it's, if well, i know that i might from west hollywood it's like a 28 eight dollar uber
1: yeah like they're they must be flying from either burbank or like santa monica like either oh,
2: way yeah. or maybe vi- there's like a private in van nuys oh yeah van nuys that's what i was meaning okay but Burbank. if they're in van like, nuys like, then what, like they, it's literally not, the travel time was probably the same as driving yeah and van so nuys.
1: like i don't understand like and if i thought that i was gonna stress someone else out like by being later court i would have just been like i'm gonna I'll handle this my on own my right. own like don't worry yeah yeah Kristen. and then she or doesn't would, apologize no
2: or Kristen when she was like forgot the purse uh, yeah i don't know she should have just said okay you guys go ahead i'll
1: Or why didn't Stassi just be like, "I'm gonna get my own. Like you guys just deal with it. Like I'm calling my own now."
2: Okay, but like kind of on Stassi too. How funny though that like they were all not wanting to travel with Kristen or like do this whole trip with Kristen, but yet Kristen still had a roommate at the end of the day, and Sheena had to live alone. (laughs) Yeah, like people would rather stay with Kristen, who's a nightmare to be with, Mm -hmm. than with Sheena.
1: But at least Kristen, like Kristen's the kind of nightmare that you can just like bond with other people over and like it's entertaining to yeah. some degree because she's just gonna go fucking bonkers and like at least be kind of funny or like talk shit or like
2: have some sort of comedy that she brings to the table it's so interesting that you say that because there is something about when you're on a with a group it's almost like a bonding experience when some when you when the rest of you can bond over hating somebody else you yeah know?
1: And, and with Kristen, it's like the eye roll, like "Oh my god!" Like she's saying this crazy shit, like "blah blah blah." But it's a different kind of hatred than Sheena, where it's mm. just like, "Stop fucking talking!" Like I wish you were not here. <laughs> and like, like Wait. Kristen
2: is at least like you're being just like insane. The trolling that the editors are doing with Sheena this season is like world class. Like they fucking change the music every time she's on camera. <laughs> They're doing like artistic <laughs> shots. Did you see the shot of Sheena in the room when they got the frog? It was like, yeah, it was like from an angle that I thought like they set up the camera at like a different angle just to get like a good shot of Sheena being alone in that room. And it's mm-hmm. like, they are just trolling her so fucking hardcore. And I live for it.
1: I that's like one thing you can count on in this world is that Sheena will always be trolled on Vanderpump <laughs> rules and she'll always give the producers and editors something to troll like mm-hmm. sheena just cannot she like can't help herself she can't
2: help herself and they have fallen into this and normally on reality tv what's so interesting is people have a good season and a bad season a good season bad season i don't know that we're sheena's ever going to have a season where she doesn't look embarrassing
1: yeah she's never had How like, many, a good season season. Are we on? We're on seven? season seven
2: there's never been a season where sheena's come out on top even Kristen has had better seasons than Sheena's had.
1: Yeah. Like I would even say last season, Kristen had a great season, mm-hmm. but I think a good season for Kristen is that you just don't see as much <laughs> yeah. of her because <laughs> totally. she, she is similar to Sheena in that she'll hang herself out to dry. Sure. Cause she too help cannot herself. help herself. Yeah. Her like bringing her huge suitcase. Also, they're going somewhere for two days and <laughs> Sheena brought packed. Like she was going on like an international trip
2: <laughs> for weeks. She brought the stuffed animal. She brought everything. the stuffed animal. The frog. She,
1: hauls her whole suitcase into her room and then it's like kind of
2: sad. It's like... And I think she, I texted you, like the, did you see on Twitter? Yes. Stasi said, oh, Sheena was single, so we let her have her own room in case she wanted to bring a man friend home. And Stasi said, otherwise I would have roomed alone. And then Sheena came back and said, actually, I've never had a one-night stand. <laughs> and she said she wanted to have a roommate, but no one would stay with her or something. I don't remember what it was, Yeah, but she is like, no, actually like you guys all just made me live alone. Mm -hmm.
1: I love to love Kristen. They go to check into that hotel and then Kristen goes, I don't want a room with Stassi. (laughs) (laughs) And, but also Katie is like, kind of, I like her being like the mom of Kristen. Like it is a really good role and makes me actually like Katie more because she is being very magnanimous as she would say. (laughs) And like, just extending that like helping hand to Dodie, who literally the second she leaves LA county like just starts binge drink- drinking she's a mess. such a like, fucking mess what is it's the deal it's so fun
2: to watch oh my so god so good like what's the deal she's keeping that job she's getting that paycheck you know she was like okay i got to bring it this trip yeah did you hear that stuff about didn't she, Kristen said somewhere that it was Billy Lee who started those rumors that about that she her was being getting promoted i love that i love that too it's like fucking messy.
1: good move billy Lee. yeah it's like Cause cause that was really, all over the place was all over the place ruffled so many feathers and like caused a lot of drama yeah but i wish that you would have done that on the air like, let's see it yeah like let's see it yeah Kristen is so drunk she eats a Plant out of a planter. Rewound it five
2: times. Like, I literally watch it five times.
1: And then talk shit to that wine guy about
2: Merlot. <laughs> Merlot's just like a basic bitch drink.
1: And like, Kristen, the way Kristen says it, like, there's a way to say that where it's like funny. And then she's like so accusatory, doady, <laughs> like, and wants to just like attack and destroy someone. I'm just mad that we didn't get to see her fall over that chair. Yeah. I mean, next week,
2: they're saving it. Yeah. Yeah, I wish we would have... I would have preferred this episode. I think this episode was good comparatively for the season. Mm-hmm. But I felt like it should have started in solving, And then we should have gotten like... It should have been a meatier episode. Yeah. It was like all that other stuff. Well, the James Mom stuff was good. but James was- Mom
1: stuff was really good. But like...
2: I feel like we could have been in solving the whole time and then cut to James and his mom.
1: Yeah. It's annoying to me that like we end this episode and like the big draw of next week is Kristen falls over. Like that's the big drama that, which is like, this is not the Vanderpump rules that
2: we grew up hooked
1: us. Yeah. From (laughs) the jump. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Although that fall does look amazing. Like that fall looks so bizarre. Her limbs are at, you know, independent from her body. It's a trip
1: into just giving into a fall but into I, trying to get up, but being mm-hmm. like too tall in like a confined space to <laughs> like baby get giraffe. Beard. Like I've, I've been there in that mm-hmm. same, like kind of entanglement type of fall,
2: you know, but I would argue too that maybe they shouldn't have shown it to us so many times. Yeah. Like, wouldn't that have been a wonderful, just like a surprise moment.
1: But I think that the reason they're they showing it is because they don't have much to work with. Yeah, I want answers. Can like a producer come forward or like where's mm-hmm. the whistleblower to like tell us what went wrong? We're ten episodes in. Ten
2: episodes in. There's no overarching storylines really. Like it's Jackson Britney. I guess are the main thing but i don't think that's interesting i'm not and i'm not interested in all in a whole season about their wedding next season i'm hopeful that it'll just be like their wedding first episode and then we move on
1: yeah because i think they're getting married in june and that's like around the time that they start filming so i hope that it, i t- i can't do another i can't do a
2: whole season of it
1: like the tom and katie no that took a lot
2: out of me I don't, It gave
1: me a lot but it also yeah. stressed me out
2: yeah I could do maybe two, three episodes leading up to the wedding, then the wedding, and then 15 after.
1: Yeah. I like that. That's
2: what I would... bravo consultant (laughs) if I was consulting (laughs) that's what I would recommend because we cannot have a full season if the finale next season is their wedding like fuck you yeah that's rude right don't do us like that no and then I'm also going to need some other big storyline I'm going to need Kristen and Carter break up I'm needed some cheating scandal or something to happen yeah
1: because nothing has happened like last season we all knew going in it was like Jack's cheats on Britney
2: and look Laura here's something they if they want to keep the show going they're going to need to give us shit like I don't care I know that it's their real lives But they're going to need to get messy to keep this thing afloat. And you know what? Then bring other messier people in. If they're not willing to get messy, that's fine. I get it. Mm -hmm. They've done their time. Then they need to be willing to let messier people in to, like, fuck with their lives. To pick up the mess slack. Yeah. Yeah. Because someone has to do it. And even James is so messy in wonderful TV. And I get, like, on a real life level how some of those girls might be like, I'm not filming with him. He's rude, whatever. But like also but This is a show.
1: This is your show. Yeah. He's not I mean Katie standing up for like body positivity is just like a huge eye roll because she's not a fat person. No. And he's like can say whatever and it's like, okay, then fucking clap back at him and have his fucking spine and start drama with him and like fight with him and then like move on with your lives. Like don't just like cut him out because no.
2: you're like it doesn't serve the show. Hurt. It no. doesn't serve the show at all. Like in any time these reality shows start to try to phase someone out or say they're not filming with someone, it just fucks the show up. And so, yeah, you might not like someone, but you that's the jo- job. It's an ensemble show. It's yeah.
1: so it's, it's always been.
2: So you either need to let people fuck with your lives or you need to get in the mix and get down and dirty and give us something or else like we're the stop watching it.
1: Yeah. The show is I not called like happy, healthy people of West Hollywood. Right. Called Vanderpump Rules. I I feel like I'm
2: talking trash about it, but I really do love it. So no, I much.
1: love it. I'll never <laughs> stop. I mean, honestly, I have like a podcast about it. Like talk <laughs> no. about nothing but Vanderpump. No, Rules. I like
2: it's the best thing we've ever seen on TV.
1: Like Yeah, I mean, I'll watch it until it goes Me off too. the air.
2: And and I love these people so much. Like, yeah, I love and that I care about them. So
1: invested in their lives, and that's why I feel like personally, I take it personally when it's not good because we feels so much. It feels personal. Yeah,
2: but like, and don't you feel like with I always tell people how good Vanderpump Rules is, and I I need it to always be good because mm-hmm. I'm trying to turn people onto this show. Yeah, because I know how good it can be.
1: If Vanderpump Rules suffers, my brand suffers. Sure, which me is too. like unfortunate. I'm now having a real... I'm like, <laughs> I really <laughs> hitched my ship to this, like, or too. whatever, tied it to the hitch me or whatever too. that term is. But I'm like, We've tied it to that. Don't hitch. fuck with my fucking brand right sure. now
2: we need it to keep going we need it to be good and keep going
1: uh thank you so much thank for you. being on this pod if you're listening and you don't follow danny you should be following him it's at danny pellegrino
2: yes please do on all
1: platforms right and,
2: yes and my podcast is everything iconic so subscribe to that too yeah subscribe you release two episodes a week yeah i'm well i'm like up to th- i'm like two to three now because of the low hand show but i'm Love. covering the low hand show on an episode and then vanderpump on an episode and then one about house now with beverly hills i'll be covering beverly hills Amazing. And then sometimes I have celebrity guests. Cool. sometimes i'll have like an actress over 50 and then people are like what the fuck is this and they get confused <laughs>
1: you're like have you met me i'm like yes i'm having fun this is Bonnie what it's hunt all about
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes there's a full hour with me and Bonnie hunt like that's happening
1: i love it um uh, yeah i feel like also once you start podcasting you take a liking to it you slowly but surely end up having like 3 or 4 episodes a week I just like you how it goes i can't stop
2: it. i can't say no it's a snowball yeah. people tell you they're like you know once they start giving you notes, you just wanna take them all in and do more episodes
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, until next time Bye-bye. bye bye bye. am feeling I
0: know I know I'm feeling cause I know I know, I'm feeling, cause I know, I know.